0: <laughs> did you talk about Red Band Olive Garden did you talk about Olive Garden Red Band no I didn't so I oh my did. god you just killed his whole Olive Garden bit <sighs> you he up broke base. it out in the middle of a fucking t- I had to he I was talking to. about hunting Steve Ranella, <laughs> and Brian goes like Olive Garden <laughs> I was like oh no you, you motherfucker whenever
1: I talk to Brian I go how would the podcast go today great did you mention Olive Garden oh <sighs> You no, know what kind of sucks about that whole thing that everyone now takes pictures while they're at the Olive Garden and sends them to me, so I get so tired of looking at Olive Garden. Like that is not like, and honestly, I don't give a shit about the Olive Garden. You and love now it. people you, flood my twit stream with Olive Garden. You love it like I love C two O
0: coconut water. <laughs> they, they just sent me some more, so thank you C two O mm. people. And I gotta thank Grillo's Pickles too. Remember we were talking about the, the pickle company in Boston that had these homemade pickles and they were selling them in the yeah. park and how mm-hmm. fucking awesome they are. Yeah. They got a hold of me and they sent me some. Oh, you fucking serious? Yeah. Oh my oh, God, awesome. these fucking pickles are ridiculous, dude. I love They, pickles. they have these habanero pickles... Where, you know, it's pickles with like slices of jalapeno and habanero in it. They're like really spicy pickles. God damn, they're awesome. good. They're like fresh and just crisp and woof.
2: You slice them, put them in a yeah. nice cheeseburger. They're fucking tremendous.
0: Fucking some serious pickles. I know it seems like I'm excited about. Well, speaking of that pickles, love. we are talking about Chaz Bono. That's speaking fucking of pickles, we are talking about Chaz, Chaz
2: Bono. <laughs> that's what it is. And you know what's crazy like. about Chaz Bono? She's starting to look like Ralphie Mae. Once she had the surgery, It's like, fuck. I mean Chaz Bono is the, the that is the most amusing story to me of last year and I don't fuck with it. Really? I just don't fuck with it. It's just it just creeps me the fuck out one way or the other. I don't know why.
0: I feel really bad for her you know i uh, I just feel like if you if you 're going to go through with that for, I feel bad for her one way or the other, either I feel bad for her because she really is a man trapped in a woman 's body, and that must be really frustrating, or I feel bad for her that she's you know she 's in this state of disarray where you know that 's the option and you got to go through surgery and 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 it just seems to me like anybody that would need to do that for any reason' just to actually change and try to become something else and be, become some different sex. You know, that's, that's a that's deep, fucking that's yeah. a deep dissatisfaction with your current life. And, you know, who's to say that maybe her solution isn't becoming a man. You well, know, go I, play I, rugby you know. first and then come back. You know what I'm saying? I would go like to, to know she's happier. Sister. I would like to know she's happier now. I mean, it's, that would be an interesting conversation. Oh, I
2: knew, a I knew a comedian in Seattle that was a man and became a woman, had the surgery, the whole psychological, went through the whole thing. And, uh. It was hard on her. Her name was Rita O. Her head was fucking huge. (laughs) She would fall from time to fucking time. That's how she died. Like a two-year-old? That's how she died. She fucking fell. Her head was too big. She was at a club. (laughs) And she fucking (laughs) went down like a brox. Her name was Rita O. She was Japanese and uh, white up in Seattle. I'm not joking. I wish I was, but I'm not joking. That's
0: hilarious. She used to, we used to,
2: uh, Brody Stevens and me used to steal her nachos at the open mic. And she had a womanly voice, and when we would steal her nachos, she'd say, "Put them the fuck
0: down!" Oh my god! And we would just stop. I robbed about two hundred valiums
2: from her one time, (laughs) and she put a gun to my fucking head. This bitch did, and she was five foot two. And she died maybe
0: two years after I moved out of Seattle. As Brody, you when when she got she got the full operation, she got, she got the, the full thing. When then when you do that, your body really like shrinks up. Like yes, yeah, she shrunk they Lose up. a lot of their ma- their mass, right? And, uh, maybe you maybe really, if you have a big head, and maybe it'll work as long as you have a big body to go with it. But if you have a big head and a little body like that. Like, that actually does make sense. She would be, like, disproportionate. Her
2: equilibrium was off. Because your muscles go away, but the size of your head is like... And her drug problem was, uh, it was just horrendous. The drug problem that she had from the pain, like, and one night... From the pain of the surgery? Like, no, the pain of... She just had Oh, from being light. She drank every night. She didn't leave the house without a bottle in her purse. I mean... Oh, Jesus. And one night, we did an open mic, and the guy threw her out. An Arab threw her out. She went home, and we talked her into calling the White House... It was the, on cocaine, we, like, you got to call the White House.
0: Do you remember that dude he used to come around the comedy store? kind of, he was kind of half homeless, half cross-dresser type character, the black guy. What's his name? Boom Shakalaka? Boom Shakalaka. Yeah. I buy half of
1: my shit for my girlfriend from that guy. Like faces and shoes. and. Boom Shakalaka is like a hooker. So. Isn't he like
2: a half a hooker? Or <laughs> <on sunset? laughs> I don't he know. He's
1: dicks. just a gay, <laughs> gay comic.
2: No, he's. A-
0: I love Boom Shakalaka. I've I'm done an open saying- mics with that guy Yeah, I'll believe it. That a fucking He's trip. had some um, nutty moments, man. One time when he was in the back of the comedy store and he was like yelling at no one in particular. Fuck this motherfucker. Like really mad at somebody. And he went and stormed into the, the little back. Bathroom there it was washing up in there, and they were trying to get rid of him. They're trying to calm him down and get him off the porch. I don't know exactly what happened, but I was like, wow, this this dude's fucking mad. Some shit's about to go down. Well, they
2: would tease him on Sunday nights yeah. and torture him, and you know, then he would go fucking AWOL black on you. Fuck this motherfucker, I'll kill you, and all this shit. There's and something yeah. that
1: happened with him and Dan By- By- Bylack. I think that's his last one. By- yeah. yeah, it's Yeah, something happened between those two because he always carries around signs and things like going against him. So I, hmm. I think. Or maybe it's vice versa. I don't remember. But You don't know what the story is. No, I don't know. But we'll, I'll talk about that tonight. at Another podcast. What's up, baby What's boy? What's up, bro? Chicago Good to see you, baby. fucking
2: theater Friday yeah. night. Me, you, and Duncan Trussell. Let me. Tell, I'm just. I've been excited about going to Chicago. Chicago is one of those cities that you know nothing. It's always like you never really think about it till you're on your way there, and you get fucking excited. Right. You get really fucking excited. We're going down to the city. Great fights. You know the great Italian food. Great Polish food. Does everything there. Everything, piraggies, steaks. We're in the Midwest. And one mm-hmm. other thing, you better dress warm, motherfucker. Oh, it's cold. As fuck. We're going to be like the cops of the rest of Tony Montana that time for fucking money laundry. Remember what he said? You better dress warm. We're yeah, going to be fucking cold. We're going in the, in the <sighs> nucleus of the winter, the last week of January. That is the <laughs> eye of the fucking storm. That is the, eye of the That's storm, it. Isn't Three it. fucking days it of doesn't just... doesn't get any colder. Do you have a winter jacket?
0: Fuck yeah, I do.
2: I do not own one <laughs> Are you a kidding me? Oh, you can have one of mine, man. I have boxes oh, of them. I got an you awesome one. Unfucking believable that we're going into the wind. We're going into the eye of the fucking storm. It's awesome. Man. And I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm ready. Excited.
0: Chael Sonnen, Bisbing. Oh, this fights oh, going to be awesome. Chael Sonnen and Bisbing is going to be fucking crazy. I just wish that fight could take place a couple months from now. Instead of like this weekend. So I want to hear more trash talking from these guys. I want to hear more. Not even trash. I mean, they're not even trash talking. They're like, you know, Bisping is confident as fuck, man. This is going to be real interesting. I think a lot of people sleep on Bisping for some reason. I don't
2: sleep on Bisping at all. Bisping's
0: a—he's a bad he motherfucker. Means business, dude. and it's going to be a—he's one fight. of the fittest guys at 185 too. He's very fit. He's like—he's a dedicated athlete, and like he puts a pace on dudes, man. You know, a lot of people say Mayhem looked really bad in the, in the last fight mayhem definitely looked bad but one of the part of the reason why he looked bad is because michael bispin looks looked so good, good. Yeah. he looked good he looked dude. that much better. he looks sharp man his stand-up was sharp his conditioning is sharp his fucking his defense was sharp when the fight went to the ground. Everything was good, man. And he, he put it on mayhem. And you saw like an evolution of him over like the last few years. You know, you, you, you can see, you know, in the Jorge Rivera fight, you can see in this fight, in the mayhem fight, really in the mayhem fight, you really see it. Like he's turned a serious fucking corner. You know, Michael, Michael Bisping's dangerous. And you know what I loved about the fight? After it was over, he was upset at himself for the first round. Even though he had this, like, flawless performance and virtually shut out mayhem, you know, until the fight got stopped. Once he got up to his feet and the second round started, he just shut mayhem down. Just completely shut him down. And if you, and if you see that you would think, well, he should be happy, but he wasn't happy. One of the first things he said was that he was upset at his performance in the first round wasn't going to do if he ever fought the champion. That was the first thing he said. So there's a guy who's not even, not even congratulating himself for, you know, he had this big rivalry with Mayhem. They went through a whole season of The Ultimate Fighter together, talked all kinds of shit to each other, and he just fucked him up, and he wasn't even being, like, congratulatory about it. He was concentrating on what he didn't do well. Like, he wanted to own him perfectly. You know? What I see with him is his life has
2: come full circle. He's come. He's become complete. He moved his family over from England. He's training down Orange County. He's got his family with him, which makes a big difference yeah. when you're fucking training. He already took the knockouts. Right. You know, he got that knockout against Henderson. He caught himself, found himself, and he's ready. To you know, he's ready. He's, he's much better now. Yeah, he's much better now. He's at a yeah. better place,
0: as they say. But it's it's hard for a fighter to rebound from a loss like that. You know, it's, it's very difficult. I mean, I can only imagine. I'm only speculating, but from what I've experienced, watching people, you know, fighters will change from losses occasionally. A fucking knockout against
2: Henderson like yeah. that, that you know, just getting beat up at the fucking pizza parlor changes a
0: motherfucker. Yeah. Never mind a knockout like that. But he came back strong, real strong, against Dennis Kang. And one of the big things is Dennis Kang caught him. Remember, Dennis Kang tagged him with the right hand, dropped him and jumped on him, but he stayed calm. He used his guard. He, he had a real good defensive guard, locked him up, and then the second round, he beat the shit out of him. He, you know, people sleep on him, man. I don't know why. It's real weird. It's like I, I see him sleeping on him, and I think it's because maybe you see a guy lose once and you think that's how the guy fights. You know, instead of see, see, looking at like the whole picture, that motherfucker had a draw with Rashad, dude. You know, he, he didn't he, or is it Tito had a draw with him? No, it was it was. Uh, Did he lose to Rashad? I think it was a draw. Was it a draw? Okay, I, I don't know. I feel like I I I feel like just I just look made it up that to up. Me.
2: It was yeah. Let well,
0: me check. Let me look under Sherdog.net. Oh, someone someone from Sherdog wrote some whole thing saying that I hate Sherdog because I was talking shit about their forums. Listen, man, I don't particularly completely hate anybody. I'm sure your forums have some nice people on it and every forum has a bunch of cunts on it, including my own, so... Love all around, bitches. All right, um, so, yeah. Stats, here we go. Both of them have a one at the end, yeah. They... Let me see here. This is not make for fucking
1: thrilling podcast. Yeah, let's talk numbers, Joey. Uh, <laughs> what would you say uh, his stats would be? <laughs> Who's fucking stats? I don't know who. Brian is Rashad, doing his the girl from uh, Brian is show. doing
0: his impression right now of what he thinks like a sportscaster <laughs> would do. He won. Uh Rashad won a decision. There you have it. So, but you know, he was fighting much bigger guys. Should have never been fighting at two oh five. He's a tiny two oh five. He's a tiny guy. Yeah, he's a, Bisping. Yeah. He's yeah. a tiny well, guy. Well he's not. I would not say he's a tiny, tiny guy. Tiny guy. He's a big one eighty five. Hey, the first time I seen fucking what's his name
2: in uh in and in, in Pittsburgh, Anthony Johnson. I thought he was a fucking defensive tackle. Yeah, he's huge. You know those guys, and but Bisbee compared to as a tiny guy. Yeah. You see, you know mm-hmm. when you see uh, who's that, Forrest Griffin. That's a big motherfucker. You know they released Anthony Johnson. Yeah, I know that. That's normal. what did you think? You think that was going to happen? Yes, I knew right then and there when you I read the tweet. I, I bet
0: if he won, if he won, he probably would have been able to keep his job. Yeah. But he would he had to come out, serious. knock his
2: fucking head off in Brazil. Mm-hmm. At home, yeah. knock him well, out. Well, he
0: tried, man. I'm telling you, he blew his wad going out and trying because he tried to yeah, kill yeah. Vitor. He he went after him, man. It was blew his wad is actually a uh, a gambling term, Brian. <laughs> okay, for, for you don't know, the, a, it's called a wad of cash. Right. And when you come out of the gate strong and gambling, and then you have no more money, it's called he blew his wad. Right. Okay, you know, Dane get your mind out of the gutter. Fair.
2: Dana's really fucking fair. Dana's very fair. You know, well, listen, Anthony, I think
0: Anthony then. missed weight three times. Yes. And uh, that's very And 12 pounds yeah. over? That's, yeah. that's, that's that's Well, that's, he had a medical situation this time. I mean, uh, you can't... He, he was cutting too much, but he had a medical situation this time where he, his legs stopped working. You know, Right, I heard they had yeah. to put him intervene when to intervene. Which is fucking crazy. Yeah, when yeah, you that's, really that's, stop and think that these guys get down to that dehydrated state and then rehydrate up and fight the next day. I mean, it's... Someone needs to talk to that dude and say, listen, man, you, gotta, you don't need to put on any more muscle, okay? What you need to do is just lose some of the muscle you got. You don't need to be that big. You're a fucking monster. Lose some of it. When you're going to fight at 185. You should walk around no bigger than 195. Really. You really shouldn't be cutting that much weight. You're a super athlete. He's like totally selling himself short by dehydrating himself and draining himself for these fights. So when he gets in like grueling fights like the Koscheck fight, he gets tired. The Vitor fight, he gets Muscle tired. Muscle burns
2: a lot, man. Muscle, Muscle burns.
0: burns a lot, but what burns even more is when you dehydrate the fuck out of your body. You Most know, I, I dehydrated hard. my body when I fought in Taekwondo tournaments. I did that to make weight. When I fought it, when I was in like 16, I was fighting at 140, and I didn't weigh 140, and I didn't do it right either. I would just like take hot showers and take hot baths and not drink any water for like a day, and then I'd weigh in, and i have to rehydrate and fight that day. You know, I know what it feels like. It's a terrible feeling. It makes you just, you feel like shit. It's a stupid thing. I mean, I did it because I was an idiot. And I was being instructed that I should stay in that weight class. He's
2: got 50 fucking pounds to cut.
0: You he's so start big. He two months before that. Not only that, dude, he's so fucking big. 50
2: fucking pounds. He's, a lot of it is muscle, mass. Dude.
0: A lot of it's muscle, mass. it's muscle, man. He's a, a super mass. athlete. That fucking guy, man, could be fighting at 205. Chaz Bono's Easy. a fucking super athlete. That's who's a super athlete. <laughs> Red Band. The pickle on her. What's
2: Earth. going on with the fucking pickles and, uh, and the okay. other thing? Uh, Olive Garden, Ocean Boulevard, Ocean
1: Garden. Now who the fuck? Joey, is? when was the last time you blew your wide? What? <laughs> what do you mean? Gambling or just whacked off? Whacked off. And- who the fuck knows guy? Do you do you
2: take still whack off? off? Do you hump pillows? Do you take time? No, I whack off from time to time in the shower, I got a couple minutes here and there or something. I bang one out in my fucking so, hand cappuccino style. <laughs> Does <laughs> Chaz Bono have a dick now? Probably. I mean I haven't asked her. You know, I mean I is I see he got, a coffee
0: bean, I'll say, Chaz, show me that fucking pickle. It's really crazy that she, you know, she had a girlfriend and they broke up, but you know, the girlfriend was like she like had a girlfriend. And she was a girl, and then she decided she was a man. And then the girl, like, could you imagine, like, if you're a lesbian, and then all of a sudden the person that you're with becomes a man? Yeah, that's the
1: best like, revenge ever. What the ever? fuck is this? That's the best, re- you know, I'll get back at you, you know. And she'll get a couple gonna... of
2: girlfriends. She'll get a couple girlfriends. It's a novelty. It's a novelty. Oh, my God. Yeah, and then you take them home, and a dick smells like a twat, and then you're back (laughs) to square fucking (laughs) one. You know what I'm saying? Your dick smells like a fucking (laughs) pussy after you ran three miles. What's the difference? Uh, I want to suck a dick, and I'm uh, eating a fucking monkey here. You know what I'm saying? What's the difference?
0: You can't take away the smell. You know,
2: you can't put a fake dick on it ain't going to fucking pan Do you out think
0: they you. make balls? Yeah,
2: they do. They do. I mean, they make neoprene mm-hmm. balls or something that, let's say you have little balls or big balls and you could, tra- listen, oh, you could get anything, Jesus but Christ! but you can't get the real patois. We could change real. around just because, you know, I, I think that I like fucking Doris Day music and one day I want to be a woman. It's just, it, I think there's a little bit more than that. I think that it's just a little bit fucking more than that. Yeah,
0: it's. Uh, I'm not know, against man. it.
2: I, I don't know the guy who does it is, a, is a is a guy that lives in Colorado. The busiest guy, look him up. Is a guy that lives in Southern Colorado and he does them on the weekends. He's booked eight years in advance. Really? He has a regular job during the week. I don't want to quote it. We've talked about this before. You have to look it up. It was on 60 Minutes. And on the weekends, he does the operations. He's booked three years in advance. I think during the week, he's like a farmer or a baker Jesus or something Christ. fucking crazy. And on the weekends, he cuts your fucking dick off and puts that fucking monkey that that chick had we met in Vegas with the artificial turf and the fucking hole that time, remember? That yes, they threw out of yes, the Riviera. Yes. Remember, Riviera security came and tapped us. You're talking to a fucking Harvey here. Don't get confused. (laughs) And you know what? If I had had a couple bumps in me, I would have let that thing suck my dick. She wasn't that battle with that artificial turf monkey and shit. You finger bang that fucking spider hole. It's all spider hole.
3: (laughs) 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 Why she Joey? Joey said it looks like a
2: (laughs) Joey Diaz said it looks like a bat with its mouth open. Oh my god! It was the ugliest fucking thing you had ever seen, and it just freaked you out. Like you just didn't want to eat no more. <laughs> like you didn't want to drink Like nothing was going to take away the pain Apparently you
0: they're much better at doing it now Apparently now they can construct a pretty realistic looking vagina To the point where it really fucks people up well,
2: We're fucking fucking cups with a vagina on it We're fucking cups Flashlight is a cup with a yeah. fucking vagina on it That you know whatever um, Feels a dozen yeah, Couple cocktails You some, don't know what you're some fucking Some
0: dudes Some dudes man Like have no problem Like having sex with a, a she Like a girl that used to be a guy as long as it's a girl, now they're like, she's a guy, she's a girl, man, she's a girl, man. Like I got no problem with that. Like there's dudes that will tell you they have no problem with that. They think that it's a girl, but there's other dudes just like. Listen, when you're drunk
2: and it's four in the fucking morning, all right, and you're driving on Santa Monica and you haven't got your dick sucked in sixty, seventy, eighty days, all right, and you're driving and you're fucked up and you got a grandma blowing your pocket. That chick with the blonde hair becomes whatever you want it yeah. to become. You just pull over, do a couple lines, and have that fucking monster suck you your know, pipe. <laughs> <stint> <laughs> <because> <laughs> I know it's happened. Leg. I know it's happened. It's had to happen oh. to people where they just go, I'm just going for broke tonight and fuck it. And after she sucks your dick, you just make a quick fucking turn and throw her out of the car and you drive home and hope there's no fucking satellites around taking cameras. What are you gonna do? <laughs>
0: What the fuck are you going to do? For some dudes, it becomes a utility thing. It's like you got to get rid of the stuff.
2: Absolutely. I bet that there's guys out there that are so fucking crazy horny that they don't even care until they come, and it's like anything else. How many times have you started whacking off, and all of a sudden you start thinking of women that think they'll suck your dick? But after you crack that nut, you just put your phone down. I already cracked my nut. <laughs> I'm going to put up with that crazy bitch talking nonsense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just I just whacked myself off the debt to I'm going to you. I mean, I need this shit. You're projecting. It's
1: true. I would never Once do Once we come, we if, don't, if the I don't come, to be If I no don't more. come in a, in a certain amount of time that I'm not going to go to a tranny, you know? No, we're <laughs> nothing, nobody <laughs> is going to do fucking a fucking tranny here, you know? Just looking at a tranny makes me sick. Like,
2: when you make that right turn on fucking Santa Monica, and you go up Highland or La Brea, the best is if you get up early in the morning, like you have to go somewhere to the airport, right. and you take La Brea down, five in the morning, right by that donut thing there, La Brea and Santa Monica... There's twenty of them, and let me tell you, something. I'm here to tell you, like a man that I am. Ten of them, I don't. Houdini can't fucking tell till you pulled over, until you pull over and look at them, you don't know, and by that time you're fifty percent in.
0: There was a dude uh, who was an Iraqi vet, picked up a hooker, came back, you know, from Iraq, picked up a hooker. Hooker blows him, finds out the hooker's a guy, shoots him. Cops see him dump the body out of his car. High speed chase. They go out to the desert. He jumps out of the car with a gun, suicide by cop. Wow. All because he couldn't deal with the fact that a dude sucked his dick. Wow. So he had to kill the guy. If he just let that guy go yeah. and laughed it off, what a fucking story he would have. What a great story. That. You could no. be at parties. You could be at parties. Right. If it, it was one of us, you could be at parties. It and would- he'd be like, Vic, tell him about that time that dude sucked your dick. All right, come on over. <laughs>
2: you would no, just, no, no, just
0: tell it. I'll tie the bitch up
2: and call you guys, and we'll do a podcast with her. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, nobody believe it. You, listen, I don't Joe Rogan listen. You, you, you stop. You're at a bar. You pick up a girl that you think you bring her home. You go between her legs, and she's got a nine-inch fucking cock. Let Because most of those trannies always have the biggest fucking dicks out there. <laughs> most tr- a tranny ain't going to have a two-inch dick. They
0: always got a rope between their fucking legs. So, so
2: you don't think that... Right there when you grab you, that rope, you're you going to stop up. and laugh,
0: Joe Rogan. If you, no, no, no! I'd be danger. I felt like I was in danger because I would feel like I, I got tricked. Right. So Whenever now Whenever I feel like I'm getting tricked, and if it's, you get tricked, and all of a sudden the trick turns out to be a man. That's a danger situation. So you're you're, in, you're alone with a man. So now what? So now you got to wonder what the fuck so is going to happen. You're going to throw out of your you house. Gotta, you got to that You got to find out if that person's violent. You got to find out if that person's apologetic. You got to find out if that person, if that person, if that person just fucked up. Oh, with a steady. gun in your hand.
2: All uh, these things, I'm gonna find I'm, out. I'm gonna find, well, I'm gonna go back and get my dildo. Out. It's upstairs. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm gonna shove it up your ass. You're gonna <laughs> see stars. I'm gonna come back with that nine millimeter at gunpoint, you miserable cocksucker. Tell me the fucking truth. How long have you been doing this? Something. We gotta do something here. We just can't let you. You're just mad. Be like, dude, just you're crazy. not gonna laugh it off. It's
0: crazy. You, you, you would shoot him? You think you'd kill him?
2: Something. I gotta kick him in the stomach. I gotta do something. Something's here. getting a beat. Get we him. gotta do something. Not we something. I'm calling my friends. You I fucked friends. up. I fucked up, dog. I, I picked up this chick. <laughs> I went to grab a pussy, and it, she had a bigger dick than me. What do I <laughs> okay, do? Okay, but <laughs> say if you—if I called situation. you at four in the morning, Santa Monica
0: Boulevard, would you shoot him if you had the gun on you? Oh please, guy sucks your dick. I don't Was know. It, would it be just get the fuck out of my car, or would it be? Bah, bah, bah. All right, now you
2: threw him out of your car. Think of that feeling you're gonna have. That has to be the worst feeling. You're gonna get back in your car. Either you're gonna crash your car against a fucking wall doing ninety. Because you can't believe this just happened to you. Right. Whatever you do five minutes after you find out this person is it's legal. I could sell that in court. Hmm. I could sell that in court. Your Honor, let's let's break it down. Forget the attorney. This is man talking to man. You ever want to crack a fucking nut late night and a blonde heels, she sucks your dick, all of a sudden you go for that monkey and there's a two-foot fucking cock. There's three minutes of blackout time right there. Uh, let's get to the little conference. The attorney's, how long did he do? Did he bring her home and shoot her? If you shoot it within four or five minutes, it's temporary insanity. Think of what a yeah. guy's going to feel like. Yeah, you're, right. You know, you're right. about well,
0: that. Also, I don't know if you could call it temporary insanity. You temporary. wouldn't get. But you wouldn't yeah, get you life. You, you don't get, know that. I mean, there might have been some sort of a, yeah. well, There might have been some sort of an assault situation inside the car as well. We don't know. When he confronted him, it could have been that the guy attacked him first, and then he got he pulled his gun out. I mean, he, he's probably freaked. I mean, who the fuck knows? We're just totally speculating.
3: I will tell you, that
2: was a soldier. An Iraqi soldier who came back. I mean, all this guy had to do was pull over and tell the cops, officer, let me talk to you what happened. Let me tell you what really happened, dog. I'm a little horned up. Yeah, I just went over there for my country, man. and some guy just sucked my dick, and I shot him. What do you think? We're going <laughs> to let this go. <laughs> no, let's, let's go get some coffee. Joey,
0: they don't ever let it go when someone shoots somebody. Listen, two <laughs> good, you get two good cops in the right mood. <laughs> One of them just got divorced. <laughs> you a traffic the other ticket. one's got a brother who's gay, and he don't
2: like oh. sitting across with him on fucking Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And all of a sudden, you're like, what? Some guy sucked your dick. We feel for you. Get Back in the car, we'll just wrap this up. Let somebody find. It. I mean, I think a, a guy would really that might
0: have happened in the 60s, but nowadays, you well, know, now because you got no these way. fucking people, iPhones and GPS, and yeah. GPS. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, back in the day, cops were the only ones that were able to talk, they could make a decision right there. They could spot be, yeah, they me. could be in the car with a little, you know, it's one out gorgeous. of 12, one out of 12. Yeah. And we're closed in on a suspect. Now we're,
2: you got cameras, you can't do nothing, but still, listen. Yeah. Joe, let me talk to you on this side. It's a quarter to 12. I got this Puerto Rican chick that wants to suck my dick. She likes when I come over with my gun holster on. This guy just killed the tranny. We got no paperwork here. Is that but, what it is? Sure, that's, you know, So got but then you got to move.
0: it doesn't matter, Joe. You still have to account for a murder. That's the problem with your your theory. Yeah, but you still a, have to account for a oh, guy listen, who shot a guy. I, I understand and this. And you have a suspect. You have it you all sh- wrapped up I right here if in you front shoot of you. Him, him,
2: and tell the court the truth. You get off an involuntary manslaughter and do six years. They cut that in half. You're out of there in a couple of fucking months. Really? And you got to shoot somebody and have some fun and get your <laughs> dick sucked. <laughs> you got to shoot somebody <laughs> have some bad and have some fun and get th- your dick sucked. For three years to shoot somebody uh-huh. and get your dick sucked, that's a lot of fun to shoot somebody yeah. and smell the gun. I heard prison food was really bad. Oh, so.
1: it's terrible, but you got a good attorney. You negotiate like, it down. Do you remember cafeteria food like in college or high school? It's just like that. Horrible. Fucking horrible. So it's, 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 it's like a different, it's like McDonald's food. Ho- so
2: no,
0: no. Prison. Have you seen this new bill they're trying to pass now that would make make it possible to strip anybody of citizenship if they uh, proposed a, a threat to America, if they're American citizens?
1: Yeah, I heard about
0: that. It snuck in.
1: Got, yeah. yeah. So what are they going to take it bill.
0: back to? It's like they keep, I don't know, they, they're going to kick you out of the country. They keep coming up with crazier and crazier fucking things. It's like this is the year of like total complete, uh, uh, like, c- control. Like, they're trying to control the internet, they're trying to control this National Defense Auth- uh, Authorization Act, they're trying, you know, SOPA and PIPA, all this different shit that's going on. It's like, the control is getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And when you hear shit like this, like, they want to be able to strip people of their citizenship, like, what the fuck? Like do you by have By whose to go? definition? Yeah, I don't know. I'd You'd have to go to Pe- Mexico or somewhere that'll take you. I mean, there's a few countries that will just take
1: yeah, you. Yeah, that seems like illegal, like, worldwide. It's wide. you fucking know what I mean? Crazy. That doesn't seem like that's possible. This
0: is the this is the strangest time in in my life. Of, of, like, watching the government and watching all these people scramble to try to get into position, like, this is a weird time, man. This, this feels so bizarre. I never thought I would see something like that. Like, someone writing something down like that, like, you know, uh, that that you should be able to have the power to kick people out of the country if somehow or another they do something to harm America. But that's, you know, you know how ridiculous that is? No one's harming America. They're coming up with all these fucking crazy laws and the ability to detain people, but what is really happening here? Nothing. Nothing's happening in America. Nothing. The only thing that's happening is that people are saying they're not happy with the current government. That's the only action that's happening in the whole country. It's not like there's some fucking crazy thing going on where we're being constantly attacked by terrorists and we have to figure out how to defend ourselves in an ever-changing world. No, there's no fucking terror attacks. And I don't say they're, they're catching them all. I don't really think there's that many terrorists out there. I don't really think there's that many people that fucking hate us. And I think that number would be substantially less if we weren't occupying in other fucking countries. But the bottom line is they're coming up with all these, 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 these laws that are set up to control us and to shackle us, to put us down. And they're protecting us from what? They're, these laws are for what? Making like, money. Where is this threat? Where is this threat in our country that you need to create these laws? Well, the only threat is to the power that be. That's the only threat. The powers that be are the only ones who are being threatened. That's it. It's not like we have to worry about terrorist attacks. You know, that's a fucking, that's a bullshit thing, man. There's not that many fucking terrorists. There's not that many. Yeah, there are some, and yeah, there are plots, and yeah, some are legit. But the the laws that they're coming up with, man, they're not doing this to protect us from terrorism. They're doing this to make it harder for people to get up and protest. That's what the fuck they're doing. It's a, it's a spooky time. This is a spooky time to watch this shit go down. It's like this is everything they warned us about in the, the Founding Fathers. This is, this is everything Benjamin Franklin said. This is bizarre. It's like they predicted it. They predicted that one day there would become a point of ultimate corruption. You have to do everything you can and keep these pieces in place in order to avoid that ultimate corruption. This is
2: communist 3D. Yeah.
0: It's not really <laughs>
2: communism. It's communism 3D. Or yeah. Like they're coming at your computers and yeah. does, uh, possess- pull you over and take your fucking this and uh-huh. ask you for an ID. And I understand you're us, But again... Protecting us from how much? Yeah, protecting us from how much are you from what? protecting
0: us? Come on. You know,
2: uh, you got middle America running fucking scared with CNN yeah. and the media running scared, you know, and, and, and they don't know. They really don't fucking know that they're scaring us into giving us, us giving up our rights. Yeah.
0: All That's of what our they rights. want us
2: to do. Give and us our fucking rights by scaring us. Mm. Well, if you don't let me fucking x ray you, we can't catch a fucking whatever. If you, you know, it's always something. These phone laws. It's always fucking something every week.
0: Well, you know, there's a lot of people that believe that the government would have tried some sort of a false flag event. You know what a false flag event is? Like an an event that, like, they'll do something on purpose in order to get us to realize, whoa, there's a threat. We need to, like, beef up the law. And that's, like, shit that they've pulled since the beginning of time. But there's a lot of people that don't believe they can do that today. They, they think that it's too easy. The access to information is just too easy to spread. And that with the internet, it's so difficult to control things, they don't think they could do it. What happened to the Occupy movement? Anybody know? It's still, going it's still going on. Where? Everywhere.
1: Olive Garden? Is Where it the f- they Occupy Olive Garden?
0: Where the fuck are these
2: people? Where the fuck are they protesting against American Airlines with the $20 dollar luggages? Where the fuck are these people?
0: American Airlines, 20. What, what you know, that? everybody's
2: paying the 20 for the luggage.
0: Where are all these people? <laughs> I don't people? think That's, octu- that's, that's cheap. one of Occupy. Uh, that's not like. But we're we're <laughs> <where are> <laughs> coming back. American Airlines, your fucking Andy. luggage thing. Fuck <laughs> <Occupy>
2: you. <laughs> the Occupy March movement not every day for that. No, the Occupy movement <laughs> for me. By Fly Southwest, okay. where I fucking loved it. I thought that they for me. I think that all we got to do is bring half of these corporations back to the United States. I don't care if you want to open up something across uh, the United States, yeah. but you got to open up one here too you, know, you got to have two. got to pay taxes for this one and then do whatever the fuck you want in Beijing with Hindus or whatever the fuck you want to do. And that's what's killed middle America. They've left Pittsburgh. They've There's left no more manufacturing, Buffalo. Yeah. There's no more manufacturing. Well, that's, what I, that's what I want back. You know so we, we can have some fucking jobs.
0: We've talked about this before, about like iPods, like I, or uh, you know an iPhone, I would pay like I would pay like double the amount of money for a karma-free iPhone. There was work, you know, that American workers
1: got sixty-four dollars more is what it would cost.
0: Yeah, I heard that. But you know, here's the here's the problem with that logic: the minerals, the minerals to make those phones, you have to get in Africa, and the, the, you've seen how they get those minerals, man. That's it's, that's at the end of the most complicated shit that we have technology at its root is a kid in Africa working in a fucking mine mm-hmm. pulling shit out of the ground with a piece of metal and a stick i mean it's it's, it's as, as base as you can get child fucking slavery in Africa making get, extracting minerals is super common yeah you know it's it's they, you know they had that vice special what they did on it when they went to the congo and watched these guys and it's um, you know, it's 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 weird to think that that's the
1: only way you could do that. The only way you can get those minerals is you got to go there. That's where they're at. But and you know the other stance, I I want to have kids just so I have uh, them doing chores because I. I don't want to have a maid in my house, but I, it seems like when I was young, I had to like clean the living room once a time. Once a time, and that's kind of like having your kid being a child laborer. You know, like you're making them clean no, your it's house. It chores? Why? T-
3: chores? I are used to have
0: the children clean responsibility.
1: Bathrooms, scrub bathrooms it's when I was eleven. Kids
0: have to have responsibility, learn to contribute. I, I am happy <laughs> my parents made me do chores. Fuck Thank you, because it taught me how to work hard. Fuck. Yeah, it yeah, taught, I me to, it taught me how to just buckle agree. up and fucking
1: I, work hard. I think my parents took advantage of me. I was mowing lawns and shit, and then I'm like hey. looking back on, man, I need that in my life right now. I need to have kids just to clean this place up because I'm tired of doing it myself. Well, I'm
0: not sure how the fuck that works with <laughs> child labor in Africa, on in phones. <laughs> I'm not sure how you made that connection
1: uh, <clears throat> because it's like making kids work. Like like it's you not know, like making kids, kids work. Twelve year old. It's not put, putting them to the work for money <laughs> is work.
0: Helping out and contributing it at home is not work. Brian. My, My
2: mother used to. It is fucked up though, isn't it? work,
0: man. What's that? My mother used used to to make me fucking
2: work. I I used to have to empty the tampon things in the women's fucking bathroom at my mother's bar when I was six. Jesus Christ. And put ice cubes in the fucking urinals
0: and
1: fucking stock the ice why do they they do the ice cubes so it doesn't splatter back at you? I don't fucking know. Or is it just to make To play a game? My dad was
0: an architect, so most of my jobs that I got, like summer jobs and shit, it was always on uh, construction sites. So I I worked like real jobs. I had some real construction jobs. And especially, you know, after I graduated, I had some that went through the winter. We worked outside in the winter once. You know, it's, it's those are real jobs. Those are my best days, bro. I used to roof important. in Colorado, flat roofs,
2: stock them in the dead of the winter. Woo. I remember one day I took a shit in a bag and crunched it up. And gave it to one of the workers and told him it was a brownie. Ah. And like 10 minutes later, he's like, this ain't a brownie. It smells like shit. We're oh, fucking dying to laugh. At <laughs> so, oh I, I used to be a fucking roofer, an estimating roofer. Oh. When I got out of prison, I was oh. in the halfway house. I was an estimator for a roofing Oh, my company. God. But I started out as a fucking loading the roofs in Boulder, Colorado in January in the oh fucking snow. And Woo. you got to get up there and shovel the snow, then cut it and throw it in. And then, oh, Jesus. we used to build igloos to fucking put rubber down on the roofs. That's fucking crazy. Well, they work. That's the thing about you Colorado. You used to build igloos. What like do you mean? White. So let's say you have to lay down uh, 40 squares of rubber that day with right. uh, ballasted with rocks. We would shovel the roof, and after the fucking shoveling, we lay the insulation down, but it was snowing. So three laborers would be cutting the roof, and the other three were building poles with a cover so the snow wouldn't land on the Insulation, So we'd have to build shit when it snowed. It was like in New Jersey and New York City, which is the biggest metropolitan city, they get six inches of snow and the city closes down. (laughs) I thought he was like blocking ice and making like a... (laughs) Colorado, they get a foot of snow and you're at work at 8.01. It's like another day of business. You can't say, well, my bus came late because it didn't come late, bitch. That motherfucker came on time. They've been driving in the snow for 20 years. There's no I'm 10 minutes late because there was snow in Colorado. There never is.
0: You know what was really impressive? We were in uh, Montreal in uh, December. December and it was cold as fuck. as fuck. But man, that airport was smooth. They're de icing. They had that shit down pat well. These you know, new they had modern plowing, plowing the they were plowing the uh, runways and, and cleaning everything. And they heated runways. Yeah.
2: So they just it's amazing.
0: not really fucking amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They they avoid a lot of bullshit. They they plan well for the for the cold up there.
2: It's a, yeah. yeah, they do. In Colorado, too, they really do. In the suburbs, you like it snowed a foot, and the fucking guy came by with the plow, and he did it, and it's over. Yeah. It's over. In the bigger cities, like, it snows in three days. They don't fucking plow to you. Like,
0: the crazy shit is when you hear about, like, the mountains getting, like, seven feet. Oh, my like, God. Like, every now and then, they'll get a snow dump, and seven feet of snow will fall on. I don't think people even understand what the fuck that means. I've compared what, it for people. It means you're not Seattle. going anywhere. Nowhere. You're not going anywhere for a
2: week, at least. Right? I hit the, I hit the 1983, if you could get a minute. I hit the 1983 blizzard which was 24 days in a row of snow (laughs) anywhere from two inches joe to two feet but it didn't matter it didn't matter it was snow every day so you pretty much went home and you know got up to work thanksgiving blizzard oh hard that's what colorado's known for they say
0: that colorado gets blizzards always like around thanksgiving or halloween one of the
1: other one of the other and it hits you early just
2: to remind you bitch Put away the, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get too comfortable with your shorts. It hits you like in September. My yeah. sister
1: was born in the blizzard of '78 in Ohio, and they had to take a helicopter, had to go to my uh, parents' house and pick her up, my mom up, to have, to have. Are you serious? Yeah. Really? (laughs) Holy shit. How much was that fucking helicopter ride? Uh, I know insurance didn't cover it. Yeah.
3: (laughs) I know insurance. One of the
0: biggest snowstorms to ever hit a major city in the U.S. The Thanksgiving blizzard of 1983. Uh Uh Cairo. Yeah. Particularly, blizzard just wanted a whole series of storms that blew through the country over a two week period. So something happened and like a weather pattern got stuck over there or something. Oh, it was horrid. Joe Rogan. And
2: it wasn't. I remember looking at the sky, how the sky looked like you could still see the moon in the fucking morning, like at five in the morning you could still see the moon and the sun's coming out at the same time with that haze. It's just fucking beautiful, mountains. How how did people like?
0: How long did it take before people could move around? Twenty minutes. No, 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 no. After the blizzard. Like, how long before people could drive around? 20 minutes. No, come on. Bro, it's Colorado, you know. Seven feet of snow? How, how the fuck? Oh, is- you know,
2: I mean, it's, it's snowing and people living their life. You know what I'm saying? It's just snowing and it's adding up. And you're still living your life. You're like, oh, we got a foot of snow. And all of a sudden you go in, you look out at midnight. Honey, I got to put my shoes on. I got to go back out there and shovel. Yeah, if, you know, it was one I of those things. I know that
0: I've read that they've gotten seven feet of snow in some areas, but that I, it, my brain won't let me believe fucking that. Right, seven my brain, my brain is going, shut up. That's right. not. That's over a car. What? Seven fucking feet. Seven feet of snow. What? I, 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 is that I, real? That's yeah. real, bro. That's fine. What is the real. most, the deepest snow that has ever been recorded? Like the deepest snowfall. Let's find out. Oh, what is know. the deepest... Like, I don't think what, what it's what here would either. What would I don't you, think it right. would be in
2: the
1: United States. The most amount of snowfall in, a, in one storm? <clears> yeah, I don't think it would be in the United States. Somewhere. F- What's the deepest snowfall in the United States? Oh,
0: shit. It's a race between me typing. 1993 storm of the century. Let me check on that. The sto- like to sur- total snowfall, 12 feet. Oh, my
3: God. United
0: Where? 12.91 feet. Hold on a second. Storm of the century, 93 superstorm, the blizzard, of 1993, the East Coast, North America, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Killed 310 people. Hmm.
1: <coughs> what is the most snow in a storm ever? Butthole. I loved it in
0: 83. Jesus Christ. <laughs> snow drifts are as high as 35 feet. Yeah, bro. But that's a drift.
2: You see some wild shit living up there in Aspen, off of Ajax. You see some fucking drifts. You know, I remember going to Rivington, Wyoming and all that. Like, my buddies used to jump off a helicopter and land in the snow, and they'd say there had to be 20 feet of fucking snow under them. <laughs> you imagine that? Just jumping on a helicopter 20 feet and landing in snow with your poles. That's James oh my Bond type God. shit.
0: That's crazy. That's
2: crazy shit. Da, helicopter da, ski da, all. Of, they take you up there where there's no lifts. There's no lifts. Oh That's why they're God. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's crazy. And you just go down, and you don't know what's under you. Those videos, fly. whenever
0: I watch those videos, those extreme sports videos of guys jumping out of helicopters or the fucking snowboard and going down the side <sighs> of a mountain. That's ridiculous. That might as well be taking place on Avatar. That right. might be You might as well be doing some Silver Surfer shit. You know, I can't even believe I'm sharing the planet with you. Yeah. Like you're a crazy person. You're doing like you're you're living the nuttiest. That's like suicide, right? life That's like, No, it's like I'm just having the best they have massive area. confidence in their ability wow. to, to surf and ski. And I guess the rush of it is so spectacular that they're willing to take the risk of dying. People die all the time. People just course, somebody yeah. just died the other day. Yeah, in the skier, yeah, the jump, yeah. The girl, yeah. She, I think she was doing some crazy sort of a jump though. Oh, really? Yeah, those are really dangerous, man. You you, you, you know you're fucking ski jumping. You're flying through the air. And you're hoping you're gonna land perfectly on this mm-hmm. fucking slope, and everything's all slippery.
2: Like Valentine's Week in Aspen, I was telling you that that's when the lower, the lowest point of moisture is in the air. Mm-hmm. So people ski with bikinis on in February, mm, and hilarious. what they do is they build a ramp in Snowmass Village. People ski down with bikinis and do a loop de loop over a fucking pool, There's There's my nothing god. over a fucking like that. swimming pool, and people do it all the time. And you're like, oh my god, like well, I could never even. I, I I was just happy skiing, going, you know. On like a green fucking Mongols. slope or something. I was just happy. Not jumping and shit like that. But sometimes I would ski and pick up momentum, and i just crash just to stop Joe Rogan. That's how fast you go on those fucking skis. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. I don't give a fuck what anybody tells you. When I first started skiing the first season, I wasn't too good at stopping. I would do the plows and shit, and I would just take out fucking ski lines. I would just take them the fuck out because I had no choice. I would just put my head down and go in there like fucking Jerome Bettis. People get hurt that way. People huh? get fucking hurt. And That's then I feel started a lot like
0: People Tornadoes, right? my People second season, them.
2: yeah. My second season, I started plowing a little better and I got better. But there's times so where you're picking up some speed and you're like, whoa, 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 wait a second,
0: let's I would just fall. Remember when it killed Sonny Bono, man? Yeah, that
2: was a fucking tree. That, that's damn, and that man. happens. That happens. You're just skiing, you hit something, your ski twist,
0: damn, you're you're the jungle right right 101. You're going right God there.
2: Damn, that's how you're going up at the ski. That was when I learned about coolness.
0: Does anybody ski with a helmet on? I would. Would you? Yeah, I, I mean... I Would used you ski with, like, a big Michelin Man outfit Yeah. As
2: well. <laughs>
0: a big Nerf outfit?
2: Like, that's when I learned about coolness. I thought coolness was being in New York, in the village, and smoking a joint. No? No, no, no. When you go skiing, and you get in that fucking gondola, and there's six people, and they look like your grandpa, and all of a sudden somebody goes over and goes, do you mind if we spark up a joint? And you're like, are you fucking serious?
0: Really? They spark up joints yeah. on the
2: gondolas? Yeah. Give you mushrooms. What they spark joints. You don't know who you. People go skiing to the doctors and go. Look, we can't get high in Minneapolis, but we're gonna get high and we go to Aspen. We're trying it. We're doing it. We're doing
0: mushrooms. Aspen is a kind of a crazy town, isn't yes, it? Yes, it's very. Uh, what, but it's weird that there's so many rich people that live in Aspen. Like, I remember being in Aspen going, how are they affording all these houses? Like, these are just giganti, multi, multi, multi-million dollar houses all over the place. And the stores are all, like, the highest-end stores. How many people actually live up there, though? Is, the it like is it all, button. like, winter? it the button.
2: Mostly winter. A lot of the summers are fucking beautiful in Aspen.
0: Yeah. And you got to
2: remember, this is the sick thing about Aspen. These are their second homes, guys. Yeah, These are their winter homes. Right. They uh, close them up and put a... The guy I, I house sat for was the owner of the, uh, he was on the board of TGIF Friday, and this was one of his eight houses, and he would only use it one week a year. Jesus Christ. And God, he God. wanted you to live in the house, so when he came to town, there was no dilemmas. Right. Guy had four bedrooms. I, I undo the speedometer on his fucking Jeep. I was living up there <laughs> like Montana. I had jacuzzi inside, outside. He had an apartment over the garage. Is that, that's
0: common, right? That people hire a caretaker? Yeah, they
2: hire a caretaker. And all my job was 20 hours a month. So it was either twenty hours of mowing the lawn or twenty hours of shoveling snow or both. Twenty and it was that's it. It wasn't much. And so what he would just call you when he's coming into town? He would call me and say, I'm coming in December 14th to the 28th. And you would just start cleaning up. And I would clean up my his side of the house, and I had everything stashed in his his side of the house. I had an office in the side of the house, I had scales up there, I had everything. Really? Yeah, I had he had one, two, three. Five bedrooms, an outside Jacuzzi inside Jacuzzi then he had. So the even corners. when
0: he was there, you were still staying there.
2: I would stay in the garage over there. he had an apartment he built that was beautiful cable, everything. shower beautiful. So I would stay there. Oh, and then when he only for that one week, and then with the, I, I was only a caretaker there. Did for like you whack off years. in his bed? Yeah. I yeah. fucked, sucked. I did everything <laughs> in his fucking house. I had the keys to the cabinets because what you do is you put all your stuff in a particular cabinet and lock it. Right. So if you rent it out or your friends come to visit, they don't uh-huh. fuck with your shit. Right. That's what you do. Right. So, but I had the keys to that, so I'd make my fucking. He had pounds of elk and venison up there. Really? And, you know, he was a hunter up there, so. It was an amazing fucking gig, but that was part of his thing. Use everything. Use everything. I don't want to come to town and have to, you know, I don't want the sink to be broken because your, your right. pipes freeze. Right, right, right. So he's like, I need you in the house taking a shower. And, yeah, you know, at that time it was state of the fucking art house.
0: Yeah, you know, you have to live in it, right? 435
2: far away Road. I snorted more fucking blow and ate more snatch in that fucking house. Than <laughs> any- I seen some creepy <laughs> shit. I remember being in there with a couple one night. And I, I, like, I, I met them at the bar like I knew her from the cheesecake. And they had a, a cheesecake store up there. It wasn't a cheesecake factory. It was 1984. And I invited them over. And, and, and I went to change, and she was naked. And I was like, what the fuck? And she goes, what do you think of my tits? And then we all went back in the jacuzzi. And then at like 5 in the morning, he was a baker at uh, Paul France I don't know if they're still there. And he left. They both left, and then she called me and said, Come get me. And I went over, picked her up, brought her back to the jacuzzi. I had the weirdest fucking things happen in Aspen. The weirdest sex things. That's a crazy fucking town because it's like anywhere else. When people come up there for a week, they want to fucking suck. Yeah. You know, people want to get lost. And the people that would just kill up there were people from Texas.
0: And I go went there to uh, and fucking spend
2: millions up there.
0: I went to uh, one of those uh, bars, one of the local bars with one of the agents. When we had uh, the the Aspen Comedy Festival, right? Remember that when they yeah, had it yeah, yeah. up there, the HBO Festival, and uh, I was with his agent, and he goes, "You see these girls? See that girl? That girl? That girl?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Those are all hookers. Thousand a night." I was like, "What? Thousand? They just night. go to bars and like." They just wait, and they're hookers. Like, they come into town, apparently, he was saying, that some of them know, like, when during ski season, that there's a lot of wealthy men. A thousand a night. That's incredible. Two so they, they come night. in, and they, like, hunt. Like this is their hunting ground. That's amazing. They get a job on the lift, until so they meet a sugar daddy, and then it's all over. Really? Shouting, or
2: they just go up there to hook up an aspen. It's amazing. That's amazing. It's amazing. There's so much dough up there, and there's so many... F- it's crazy. I remember going up there when I... It's I hard left, to get there. I left, in New, I left New York City in the peak of New York City, and I went to Aspen, and they weren't missing a beat.
3: Wow. There was a
2: bar named Patty Bugatti's that had a swimming pool in the middle. What a was bar the with a swimming yeah, pool? Yeah, right in
0: the middle. That's awesome. And so I, you could
2: swim while you were swim? drinking? Swim, get coked up, people in there with their clothes, <laughs> naked. This was Aspen in 83. You know in 83, Aspen was the cocaine fucking capital of the country. Because there was so much money up there. That's where Miami Vice was and Glenn Fry, and your wow. boy Woody Creek and Sidney Poitier and Michael Douglas. You just seen people come in, Elizabeth Taylor. I seen, uh what's her name once? The Flying Nun, that badass bitch. The, the chick Flying that was Nun. hanging out with Burt Reynolds for a while. Oh, Sally Fields, Sally Fields. That yeah. fine-ass bitch at that time with her brown hair and her mincon.
3: Uh, Charles Bronson was up
2: there running shit for a while. Yeah. When I first moved to Aspen, they had KTLA. It was only one channel. And all they did was play Mr. Majestic. Isn't it
0: hard to get into Aspen, though, like to fly in? Isn't it a difficult flight? Well, they don't
2: land in there at night. After 8 o'clock or something, they got yeah. strict rules. But now you could fly to Aspen from LA direct. Really? In the old days, it was just Denver and Colorado Springs or yeah. something. Yeah. Now, and if you, like I told you, if you fly into Aspen as you're flying over Woody Creek, there's a guy that dumped his wife that was a stewardess. So he painted a finger on his roof. So when you fly over Aspen in the daytime, there's always a <laughs> roof with a fucking finger on it because his wife was a stewardess for one of the airlines. Oh, that's hilarious. How fucking, Woody Creek is a very... I seen. I remember being a kid conical uh, Conoco on, at the uh, old Snowmass border. There was a Conoco there. The guys were from New York. And when you went in there, they had New York time and Colorado time. But I remember seeing Kurt Russell and Goldie Horn with those fucking kids being kids. Like I didn't know, it was, I didn't know she was the girl from fucking. I didn't know she was gonna be a star. They were kids, at Conoco, and that Conoco. See, at that time in Colorado, it was all retired drug dealers, right? So the feds were up there big time. So in Old Snowmass, they had this drug dealer. So the feds fucking put cameras around his house, but they didn't know how to do it then. So it came up on people's cable TV. So people were on cable going, hey bro, you're on channel four. You know, you're cooking eggs, aren't you? And he's like, How do you know? He sued the government. Wow. For fucking millions for I mean, Aspen's got some wild fucking shit. There's a guy, look him up, Stephen Graybo. He got caught with eight million dollars, Joe Rogan. December of eighty-three. December of eighty-four. He was 30 days away from standing trial. And they blew him up with a pipe bomb at the Aspen Club when he was working out. And that was the only night he didn't pay somebody to start his fucking car. They blew him up with a fucking pipe bomb in the city of Aspen, which in 83, there wasn't even a fucking Spanish person up there. It was just nice white people.
0: Jesus Christ. This, this is his first sentence. Despite its reputation as a city that never sleeps, thanks to the copious consumption of chemical stimulants, Aspen has seen relatively few large-scale drug busts. Wow. So uh, they're just doing drugs up in Aspen. This, this is a fucking terrible you come place. In, you come in with the government. You come in. Listen, the,
2: fucking, the jail in Aspen don't got a kitchen. That's the only jail in the country that don't have a kitchen. They get their food catered. What? <laughs> so you get muffins for breakfast and tea. and Really? Yeah, that's why Bundy escaped from there. How do you think these people fucking escaped from there? Wow. He went to use the phone and climbed out a fucking window. Aspen, Colorado, when I was there, some guy shot a guy with a machine gun in a Coke party. Shot him with a machine gun. They had the guy fishing. They take you to fishing trips. In the summer, down what? the fucking Roaring Fork thing, they take you fishing. They take the Wh- prisoners When fishing? I went to prison, the biggest thing, I wanted to go to Rifle because they gave you a job as a lifeguard in the city. So they used the prisoners as lifeguards and they gave you a job in the movie theater in Rifle. I ended up at Camp George West, but I really wanted to go to Rifle, which is on the other side of the hill of Aspen. It's like an hour from Aspen. But in the wintertime, they had work for because the, you took over the city of the prisoners. But it's fucking, Aspen has no... Fucking kitchen, my friend.
0: That's ridiculous. And they still get food catered for them. What is there like a lot of shit up there though? there's just there's just sort of the when I the give scheme. you that
2: fact, there's people twitting me right now going, Joe, you're an asshole. I'm telling you, in 1983, if you look I'm it up, at the story Aspen, right Colorado now. was the cocaine capital of the country because Colorado's right in the middle of the country. At that time, Mexico, we weren't using Mexico. So it was Miami, and everything got shipped to Colorado, and from Colorado went to Minneapolis, Seattle, California. Bah, 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 bah. Everybody's waiting for something in California. Everybody's waiting for you in California. In Colorado, it's a bunch of fucking guys with horses at the airport helping you carry the coke into the plane. Can I help you with that? They're helping you. It's a very mystique type of fucking city at the top of this. It's Glenwood Springs, Snowmass Village, Woody Creek, and Aspen sits on the fucking top.
0: Dude, this is the whole story. 1980, the Greybow case. That That's got a it. Rear. Yeah, it, it tells about how he was blown up in a, a bomb placed in a borrowed car that he drove to the Aspen Club for a tennis match. Who the match.
2: fuck you think you're dealing with here? Joey Bananas, I'll drop it. on and, and if I'm right, it was
0: December 12th or December something. December 1985. Who the fuck you think you're dealing with here? A bomb in a borrowed car as he drove to the Aspen Club for a tennis match. Could you imagine all those fucking Aspenites listen, up there? Listen to me. Showing up with their tennis outfits the on, fence. their Mercedes, and pulling into the driveway, and his fucking car blows up. All right, listen to these numbers. He was making $6 million every six weeks.
2: After two or three oh years, God. he was making so much money. He was a Jewish kid that went to Miami, to the University of Miami, to get a degree and ended up hanging out with Cubans and Colombians. And that was it. They made him a white guy. They just said, you're going to control the West Coast. And he was making $6 million every six weeks. Oh he couldn't God. even cl- cleanse it fast enough. So he would come into your restaurant and go, Joe Rogan, I'm going to give you 25000 cash. Tell me when it's over. So he would go to every restaurant in, in this area And give them all 25 grand and go, do me a favor, tell me when it's over. So I'm just gonna come in and eat every day. Just tell me when the 25 grand. And the quicker the better. Like if I come in here for three hot dogs, tell me the 25 is gone. You're doing me a favor. So when they busted him, they just didn't bust him. If you read the story, they went to all these businesses. You know that there's a movie now they did years later. That was his story, where he had safes at all the restaurants. So he would come to your restaurant and go, I'm gonna give you 25 grand a month to eat here. Tell me when it's over, but I'm going to put a safe in the back. And he started putting. So when the feds came up there, they found a million, two million, all these things. Oh, my God. They took him to Denver. He couldn't even wash the money fast enough. They took him to Denver. In Denver, the feds go, go back to the fucking house because there's still another 10 million that we haven't found. We've been listening to him. So they went back to the house, couldn't find it, couldn't find it. He had it hidden in a garbage can filled with leaves outside. How the feds got him was they were going and taking his garbage, and they were looking at his paperwork. So the feds would come every morning and take his garbage and look at the figures he would do. They did it from the scrappings, so all the little figures you do and rip up, Yeah, that all that shit. That's how they nailed him. So they waited a fucking year till he was 30 days away from sentencing in this beautiful white suburban town of, of Aspen, Colorado. And on a Sunday night, they fucking blew him up in a rented car. Why, why do you think he had a, a borrowed car? Because at that point, he had eight cars in his garage. Like, he had cars everywhere. He couldn't the, trust any of them. He couldn't trust any of them. They knew, He knew that the the, the, the Colombians weren't going to take it. Whether he talked or not, why take the chance? We're going to kill him. So he had bodyguards and everything. He didn't know that they put a fucking pipe bomb on him. That was Miami Vice type shit. He went to start his car, and he almost lived. But the pipe went up through his fucking ass and he almost bled to death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pipe bomb went through him or something. Something weird. He bled out or something. He could have lived. Very interesting, Aspen, Colorado.
3: A pickle. Very that. interesting
0: place. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's hilarious. Well, whenever you have drugs, you're going to have violence. Whenever you have people buying, buying massive amounts of coke or whatever the fuck they're here's doing up there. where it gets better. Is it coke up there?
2: This is where it gets better. He never seen it. What do you mean? He moved so much blow. He never even seen it. He didn't see the blow. He would go to the bank and get $500 worth of quarters a day. His whole day was just getting quarters, and then he would drive three hours to a payphone and do all his business from a payphone. Really? <laughs> he never waited. He never seen it. He never touched it. He just moved it. Go to Minneapolis, go to L.A., go to New Mexico. Jesus he Christ. He was the center and right And so there. he
0: did it all from payphones? Everything That's was from payphones. That's fucking payphone. genius.
2: Everything was from a payphone. $500 a day. And they were watching him at the bank. They were watching him. They will want, it's a, You know how big is Aspen? You fart, the whole fucking town smells it. That's amazing. It's seven blocks or something, eight blocks, Galena Street, Main Street. Yeah. You don't have much up there. It's not very big. And he wasn't selling up there. It wasn't like he was at bars at night. No. The guy was just.
0: That's just where he was. He was just moving it across the country. Very interesting fucking story about that. That's a hell of a network he put together to be able to pull, accomplish that. One of the first guys ever, a Jewish guy. <sighs> what would it be like if cocaine was legal? Annoying. Annoying. <laughs> Would it be? Yeah. Super, right? I'm the only one here that hasn't done it. Very
2: bad. Very bad if they want to legalize that shit. People go to pharmacies and shit. It's just, and it's and it's a creepy thing when you're doing it, and it's even creepier when you're not doing it. Yeah. You know, when you see it now, you're like, wow. Yeah. Is that how creepy is I that was? that obvious? It's like, yeah. It's In that obvious. End. Somebody told me today at the wheat store that they went to a party yesterday, and obviously the kid didn't know it was not a Coke party. Cause they went to a football thing and they kid I'm like, isn't that weird when one person is doing it, they stick out that.
0: That's much. a weird feeling when you're talking to a dude and they're coked up and they have they give off that weird like unpredictable energy. Like, whoa, I got to get away from this guy. I can't even read yeah. this motherfucker. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah. And it's just they just they they come off off shifty, looking around a lot, can't shut the fuck up constantly it's yapping yeah. it's a With, tough fucking afternoon
1: when you were talking about the largest uh, snowfall did you hear what the actual one is no. this is ridiculous it's 141 feet in more than five days what yeah. where's this at it was in uh Probably 1955 somewhere. alaska
0: Wow. Jesus Christ <laughs> how's that even possible so what happens that's just like covers the house and that's it you die you die There's no air left you're trapped in like Tom and Jerry
1: style where yeah, your you windows. Can't shovel that away quick enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what happens? You die. Yeah, yeah, you pretty much lived off of whatever was in your house, I guess.
0: Yeah, but even then you <laughs> don't have any air
1: Where Where's your air coming yeah. from? you're gonna get air from you probably the melting? have to make like a pipe using like sticks
0: and then all that snow melts. It's going to be a fucking river that's going to wash your house away. Yeah. That's, just- <laughs> that's crazy. Unless you start eating at it. A- <laughs> Maybe it was in a very rural area where nobody lives. Maybe yeah. that's why it's, uh, they're subject to such giant snow dumps.
3: Yeah.
0: And
1: they just had 20 feet like last week or so. What? Yeah, so it's not <laughs> 20 feet?
0: <laughs> 20 yeah, God feet. damn. So. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, there's some spots in this world that are really hazardous. You could deal with some shit. That's the one thing. You live in California for a little Mm -hmm. while. People completely forget. They completely forget that there's nature to consider. Like everybody's been freaking out these last couple days. The reason why this podcast started late is because some truck flipped over on the highway because nobody knows how to drive in the rain when it gets wet. In the rain, yeah, because it gets wet here and everybody just spazzes out. And on top of it, the road is greasy as fuck. Because of the fact that it doesn't rain very often, when it does rain, it brings up all that oil from people's cars and tires and all that and shit. And all the shit
1: that's on the car. that mm-hmm. like, Everyone has dirty cars or has like, yep. this like, film on the car that's, you know, whatever. And that rinses off as well, yeah. Wax and all kinds of other trails trails, Chemtrails, Joe Rogan.
0: Chemtrails. Uh, but there was so, so, you know, I, I saw a guy lose it last night. I was right behind him.
3: He's scary, I not Three o'clock yeah.
2: and I got here at 4.15. It's yeah. a 25-minute ride from my house. Mm-hmm. I left at 3 a fucking o'clock. I yeah. the clock as I was leaving. And it was slow the whole way. And then as I got closer, I seen the helicopter. Yeah. Helicopters don't show for a little accident. They show for some heavy duty. So yeah, and it's a weird place, the man.
0: There's too many
1: of us, man. There's too many fucking people living in one place. All, all we need is one thing to go wrong. I tell you, man, when I was in Ohio, though, I don't give a shit. Because right now, it's going to be 90 degrees Thursday. Ooh. And that's that's worth it to me. Fuck just that. one day oh, or here? No, here. Oh just, yeah, it's gonna be ninety on yeah. fucking
2: Thursday. Yeah. I, I like people on the East Coast right now that call me and go, It's sixty five today and tomorrow. Bitch, February is next month, motherfucker. <laughs> call me February fifteenth
1: yeah. with your fucking bikini on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Call me February fifteenth, motherfucker. Yeah. Call me Valentine's Day.
0: It's definitely harder to live in a place like that. It makes life oh, harder. Yeah. It just
1: makes life harder. Fucking hard in Minneapolis this week,
2: that's- He's crazy. He's going to that house yeah, of he's gangster. Uh, mall. There. he's doing a he's doing a fucking scavenger hunt in the mall with
1: with, 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 with edibles? edibles.
2: So I'm gonna get him a piece of banana. Be careful there. about that shit. I'm going to
1: the briar
0: tar pits. They don't they don't play there. It's, it's not the same. Oh,
2: Minnesota, they'll throw you you in yeah. jail right next to Jesse fucking Ventura. Yeah, I, tell you, dog, <laughs> I, I had to stop eating edibles because of that fucking surgery. Yeah, you have so, to stop eating edibles. I had, Why? I had to because it just dog. I got I fainted from reading the fucking paperwork. <sighs> I, I fainted from reading the Why? initial. Why? I I, we discussed this before. The needles. Oh, uh, the blood. When really? When I knows. got to the fucking stature, what is sutures? What do you call Sutures. It? Sutures? Yeah. That he's going to put sutures in my knee? I yeah. fainted. Really? It was coming out from under my titties. That's when you know you got um, fucking. Wow. So I said, you know what? I think I had an edible that day. Mm-hmm. And then too, last week I smoked a little piece of hash.
3: <laughs> and I
2: read fucking, uh, I went online I, just to prepare for surgery. And I thought it would tell me what vitamins to take. And I'm reading about this arthroscopic surgery, and I went fucking down on my fucking office. Bro.
0: What exactly are they saying is wrong with your knee? Uh, meniscus tear, mm-hmm. uh,
2: a little bit of arthritis, mm-hmm. and a little cyst from the meniscus tearing.
0: That's okay, it. so they're going to extract the cyst and then they're going to clean yeah. up the meniscus. Yeah, that's not too bad. No, no. That's no, like no, six no. weeks, and you're yeah, yeah, you know yeah. pretty close to 100%. I, uh, I waited, yeah, I waited six weeks last time I did that. And then was training six weeks later. So did you no ride problem. a bike or go
2: swimming right afterward? Just to get bike, away.
0: Bike, bike is really good. Swimming is swimming a, is decent good too. But what I like about a bike is that it's stationary. It's constant. You don't have to worry about side to side motion. And you're just you can you d- just do it at a light pace where you're stimulating the tendons and the ligaments and the muscle tissue, but you're not really taxing the knee. Okay. You know, so you don't do it hard. It's basically you're 45 doing forty-five minutes. Not even, don't, don't even start with that, man. Start. With no, I've
2: been mats. doing for 45 to an hour. Oh, now? Oh, before. Just, I'm just doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's to Get good. everything in order. I yeah, mean, that's just, good. Joe, just, you,
1: know. you should get one of these. What is it? Fitbit. You'll become addicted to it. It tr- it tracks you. We talked about this on yeah. a podcast the other day with Bert Yeah, Kreischer. most
0: people won't know, though, because we talked about it on the Death Squad one. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: But- so what it is, it's this thing that you clip on and, and it automatically tracks uh, like how many steps you make, how many stairs you walk. Uh, it tracks, you know, just like. It's Berg Kreischer told us about it, right? He was yeah. the one who. He's the one that told us about it on the Ice House Chronicles. And uh, so, and what's really neat is, is that it has like a thing in it that you could also wear when you sleep. So it detects whenever you wake up. And so then it adds up how long you're actually sleeping every night, and you'll be surprised. You think you're like, oh, I got like ten hours sleep, when in reality you didn't. Like half the time you were st- like awake, or you would wake up, and, and and it's based on you know it detects like your heartbeat, it detects it has a gyroscope in it or whatever the fuck it's called, where it, so it tells you it knows when you're walking and all this. That's shit. amazing, right. yeah. And then it wirelessly broadcasts it to this website, and it shows you in graphs like like how much you did and stuff, and you try to. The more you use it, the more you're, you're like a game. You try to beat it. It's like Twitter addictive. Like, it's really interesting. And, I, like, I just became friends on Burt Kreischer's uh, uh, thing. It's like a, like having a new Facebook where it just tracks your your shit every night. And uh, I just did like That's big, incredible. Yeah, I did a little review on It's at desquad.tv, and there's links to buy it also. I'm going to tell
2: you something, bro. When I, that new sleep apnea machine they gave me. After the other one fucked up that time, they gave me a new one where I thought the old one was good. This new one, I could take the card out. Put it into my computer, and I could tell you what nights I drank alcohol. You know I don't drink alcohol? Right. I could tell you now what nights I drank alcohol. Because you can see you how... You can see it in
0: your sleep pattern. That's amazing. I go for more. You got to yeah, get one of these I things, dr- man. I yeah, dry I get up one. more.
2: And then the other thing it tells you, I could even tell when I did, smoked a lot of weed that day.
0: What was
3: the difference? I
2: like I'll snore. Really? If I smoke too much weed, my wife will tell you, you know, you were snoring the uh, other. I went by Edwin San Juan and smoked 50 fucking joints. Of- and that makes
0: you snore more? Yeah, something. Something. It's probably because you relaxed. You want yeah. Fuck
2: it. Yeah, that's what it is. You're probably out there fucking cold.
0: Brian Redband, Death Squad, number six on the podcast. Hell Motherfucker. Yeah. On iTunes right now, number yeah. six, bitches. That's yeah, pretty don't strong. fuck around, guys. Oh, shit. Well, did you just congratulate? That yourself? was the award. That was the award. <laughs> that's the
1: link gave me in me. Dude, that's strong. Home.
0: That's from the Ice House Chronicles. And if and you, uh, also, yeah, Brian Cowan show now is uh, was just gonna call it the Brian Cowan show. The
1: right? Brian Cowan show, which
0: I like, yeah, which I like too. Yeah. He doesn't need another name. Mm-hmm. He was trying to figure out if he should have a theme, but I'm like, he's so interesting. Why box yourself in? Yeah, that guy can just ramble on about anything. You know, he's he's one of my favorite dudes to talk to.
1: And that podcast we had with Dane Cook that was yeah. amazing. That was
0: interesting. And that dude uh, T J Miller apparently wants to. To, uh, talk to me about it. I would talk to him about it. You know, I, I don't hate that dude. I don't know him. I don't. You know, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's a good idea to go on long rants about people working out material that haven't been on stage for a year, though. I just that's just. This is just how I feel, you know. Dish Joey? move, Joey. What are you doing?
2: Just checking on something. My bitch is called. <laughs> Listen, I, I don't know what it was about. I didn't. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I just well, if you don't know what it's about, everybody I'm doing should a know. Bump. Yeah. yeah,
0: Dane Cook bumped him, bumped everybody at the laugh Factory Which he happens was on all on stage. The time. Well, it does happen all the time, you know. But what I said to Dane really does stand true. Like, really, he doesn't have to do that, and it's a, a strong move to just come on after everybody. It's a strong move to like let everybody else go on stage, and then you go on last, man. You're the big star. I agree. You know? with that. And like, tell everybody, like, let them know, hey, Dane Cook is going to be on later. Yay. So then these guys do their time. Don't wait, yeah, they wait. wait. It ain't that hard, man. It ain't that hard to wait. But it's a, a thing that we had to experience when we were coming up. Uh it was a constant thing. It always has been that way. Especially in LA, when a big guy shows up, whether it's Jerry Seinfeld or whoever the fuck it is they show up they get on stage and part of that thrill is that the audience members know that if they come to the improv it's very likely one night that maybe daniel tosh will walk, walk on stage even if he's not on the schedule that maybe you know someone they've seen on tv will walk on stage and that's a part of the thrill and in, in the, the stand-up comic the, the famous ones in exchange they do these sets for free the, for the for their ability to just go on stage anytime they want and it does seem unfair to the people that are coming up. I completely agree. You know, it's, it's unfair, no doubt about it. I don't do it, but um, I, understand, I, under, I understand the idea behind it because every comic has had to deal with that. I've, the only time I've ever bumped anybody is when I show up at the club and then they ask me, would you like to go on stage? I'm like, if it's not a big deal, I, I'll go on stage, but I don't want to fuck anybody's night up. And then they go and check and, and then make sure everything's okay. But if there's any drama or bullshit at all, I would way rather just go on last. Just put me on after everything's done. Like what, what you, can't, you can't perform at the end? Hey, everybody is so terrified of uh, someone strong going on before them, which is so silly because that's what you want. You want everybody last. The reason why I started bringing you on the road with me, the reason why I bring bringing Ari on the road with me, or dun- is because they're fucking hilarious. I went
2: to the improv twice in the last 10 days. And both times people came up to me that they had to leave and go do a set.
0: Yeah, like, they don't want to go on after you.
2: No, no <laughs> choice. I don't give a fuck because I'm gonna get off stage, yeah, and you're still gonna be in the bar drinking. Yeah, I'm gonna take that bottle, I'm gonna break it over your fucking head. So, before you come lie to me that you have a showcase at the store or you gotta go, just be a man. There just was a lot show of that, at just the don't store. show then, but don't come up to me and say you gotta go up because your agent's here and your agent's at home eating fucking yeah.
0: cheese doodles. Don't say don't that shit There was a me. lot of that at the store. A guy would claim that he had a showcase. There was guys who used to get sets. They couldn't get sets, but they could get sets when they had showcases. So they would lie and say they were having a showcase. And then nobody would show and up. No, so and now you have to verify. The yeah. guys got to call and
2: say, I'm coming. And and that was
0: Mike Young's move. Yeah, that
2: was Mike Young. Loved that
0: move. <laughs> when Mitzi iced him out, that's what he did. He started having regular showcases. And they give
2: you a 915 spot. So it's yeah. even better than a yeah. fucking yeah. spot. Boom. What's Seven up? minutes. Come in. Say yeah. hello. Get a drink. Talk well, to some
0: bitches. You know, that's, that's where you see The fake it till you make it Mentality You know When you're in The the, 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 the dirty stages Of stand up development You know When everybody's scrounging For morsels They're all trying to get on stage As much Especially like I don't know how the fuck Anybody starts in LA That's brutal Brutal I mean yeah. Ari did it Ari basically did His whole career here But uh, you know He, 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 he got, got love he at got the in. store He, he got, got love and Yeah he, And he got in Early at the store too He yeah, got he stage got time He got plenty of stage time that's huge, man. Because he got in like just a couple years into his career. You know, we started hanging out with us. You know, like we started taking him on the road. He was, you know, just a few years into his career. You know, it's amazing how how last year I put it together. I didn't know till about
2: eighteen to two years ago how much I missed the store, not the fucking dickheads, but how much I missed that type of performing every night. Yeah, and that's why I made it a note now that I always try to go to crazy places at least every ten days. Twice or once a week, I got to go someplace where it's unpredictable. I don't want to be in a comedy store setting. Right. Because I want that comedy store that w- what made me a comic was going up at 11.45, after you. Right. After fucking Tyree, after Mooney. But as a matter of fact, I do miss Paul Mooney. I miss Mooney. I, you want me to tell you? I uh uh I miss the, the expression that everybody gets their nigga wake up call. <laughs> I really do because it, it, it it's hit oh, home. It hit home with me so much. Oh, homie, you know. I remember when we went to Miami they kept saying Cuba, come here. Those Cubans this week got that nigga wake up call with the little kid that they came in. Remember they got.
0: that when they had that kid and pulled him out of the classroom. Ariel, Nariel,
2: whatever. Fidel came right in. That governor said, "Go take him."
0: Jesus Christ! Remember, she said, yeah. "Go down there and take him." They went right into the neighborhood. What the with fuck was jeeps. that all about? What was that all about? Elian Gonzalez. Elian Gonzalez. What and was what
2: was that? All and now he's like a <laughs> patriarch in Cuba. He's getting his he? dick sucked like fucking. Really? That joker. Who's the retarded kid that had this TV show, Corky? Corky. He's like that with a bib oh. on in Cuba in a 1950 <laughs> Cadillac with Tom. Is he on the on. raft kid? Yeah, that's the yeah. raft kid. He's good looking now. They just had a thing about Is that how he got here, here on a raft? Yeah, he got here on a yeah, raft. Yeah, man. And his and mother died. Oh. The Boyfriend. There's a Peter bitch oh. of Coke. And he was fucking floating out there on a twig and some fishermen. Picked him up Can you (laughs) fucking imagine that What
0: is going to happen When Fidel dies Because there was a fake Fidel died uh, thing On Twitter the other day People were wondering What about the time I told Eddie Fidel died And he was with Dana White And
2: he thought It was a bad conversation So he thought Liddell died Oh. so he's a, did you ever hear about that so I'm at a Cuban place and he calls me he goes what's up I go nothing I'm over here eating Cuban food and you know Eddie likes all that revolutionary uh, right. Fidel and I go did you hear? there's a rumor going around brother Fidel cast. I said Fidel died right. so he's like what let me go online so he goes online he goes hold on Dana White's right here let me ask him let me call you back oh no he no. calls
0: back he's got oh, Dana's
2: God. online
3: looking oh, for God. Chuck Liddell dying
0: oh, my I go God. not Liddell
3: <laughs> Fidel you oh, fuck not God. Liddell <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you want to verify that? Oh Hold on. God. Did you just god. say Liddell? Chuck Liddell? Would not you want to verify Can that? You before fucking you believe why I call Fidel, White and so he thought I said Liddell. Was uh, he on the rampage? Was he? Uh, was he tomahawking? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. No, he, no, no. Eddie. He wasn't tomahawking. No, no. He was
2: straight. It was like eight o'clock.
0: Once that Indian comes out, no, right? Once the Indian. I remember when you first started saying that about him. Oh, my God. Because
2: people don't know what that is. It's it's something that's in your genes or mm-hmm. in your DNA yeah. that when you drink, you go the other fucking direction. Yeah. When I drink, I whisper. I don't say shit. I got to go home. Yeah. There, some people drink. They Happy fucking go fucking, fucking fine. I mean, bro, you, you grew up in Boston. You really seen motherfuckers that would have two beers and take their shirt off in 10-degree weather and want to fight a black bar. Like, we're going <laughs> down there, dog. And you're like, you're not fucking. Are you fucking kidding me, guy? You cannot do that. But there's people that drink and don't say nothing. There's people that drink and giggle. There's just some people. that Some
0: people are not supposed to be And I hope they
2: recognize it. The most important thing is that they recognize it because they think it's fun until they (laughs) see it. You know, it's fun to them. Like, they just disappear. Like, how fun would it be if you stopped being Joe Rogan and went into this phase for eight hours and then woke up with... Fucking scars on your neck and a fucking pubic hair on your face and a handcuff on. Oh, it is
0: amazing to me that though that people blackout. have such different reactions to certain drugs, you know, and that alcohol is really one of them. That so it's I, I like until I met Eddie, I didn't believe in blackouts. I didn't believe it. People him? tell me they blacked out. I'm like, oh, How convenient. Well, chicks always tell you
2: that after yeah. they suck your
3: dick and lick <laughs> your asshole the next morning.
0: I blacked out. What happened? You know what wait, happened. Wait, wait you a minute. licked my fucking ass like a savage. Hold on. What happened? I don't remember anything. Oh, my God. We did that? Yes, <laughs> rape. We did. I came on your fucking neck. Remember? What, what did you do? Speaking of rape, man, I saw that movie The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, you did? Holy shit. That's a badass bitch. Woo! That girl who plays it, I've never seen her before, I don't know who she is, but that girl can fucking act. That's a crazy movie, man. Woo! There's some scenes in that movie. It felt like a movie where they were trying to. It, it, it was, in fact, a book that they were trying to condense down into movie form. It was really hard because it's obviously very, very, very complicated book. and involved. But it's a, you know, it doesn't fail as a movie. It's hmm. fucking good. There's some some badass scenes. But that chick is wild. Anybody man. seen a Gina Carano movie? No reviews. I heard the reviews are spectacular. spectacular they man. said that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a one hundred percent. Which is like, nobody ever sees that. I mean, that it's temporary, because the cunts will come out and find out about it. Oh, yeah? 100%? We're I to get home with it. And hey, put my p- two cents on And some asshole comes on and has to shit all over it, just because he knows Somebody that Gina I know it would never fuck picky. him. very
2: and went to the movies and said that the trailer. for mm-hmm. the Gina, they they asked me. They looks go, wild. Know, they go, it's fucking great. It looks great. When does it come out? This weekend. I, wow. know, I know it did good. I I wonder how Haywire did. The one I, I seen. I last heard night, it's.
0: I heard it's badass. It's badass. I heard like good. the guy. The guy's like a real artist who created it. You know, he he really knows what the fuck he's doing, and he really created this around her. You know, look. Uh, uh, the, the world needs more ass kicking chicks. It's fun. Well, they're trying to make things up. up. The one
2: chick they're trying to make, and she's a bad motherfucker, the Australian chick with Kate Beckinsale. Oh, that's yeah. That's a badass bitch, dog. That bitch is bad. I've seen her up close in person. Well, that Carano's
0: bitch, so legit,
2: though,
3: coming Carano's from the legit. world. Of, and
0: right. you know what? She's, like, really, like, now that Cyborg tested positive. Oh, shit. It Like, it shows, you know, it, it like, it shines a light on all of Cyborg's past victories you gotta, you got to look at it and you go, man, it's unfortunately cast doubt, it cast doubt on her old career, especially since they released a video that showed her first fight ever. And her first fight ever, she was not built like that at all, not even remotely. You know, She changed, and she changed pretty radically, and it doesn't seem to be endogenous chemicals if you have an initial video of her from a long time ago that shows a different body, a different body type, and that's not, you know, you're not a man. Well, how are you, how you doing that, man? So you got to look at that, man, say this Gina Carano, man, if she didn't, you know, that would have been, imagine Gina Carano versus Ronda Rousey, two of the hottest chicks to ever fight ever going at it. Do you know how nuts that fucking fight would be? Two stone-cold tens. That's the next one. Two tens that are killers, and they're throwing down. Gina Carano versus Ronda Rousey would get like, that's like a fight that actually could make it into the UFC. Like, that's a fight where Dana White would be like, you know what, all right. This fight I would have this fight in the UFC as like a special attraction. I mean, I'm just guessing he'd do that. He would probably have it like a big event for Strike Force. But I mean, could you imagine the kind of press you can get when you get two chicks who are super hot who actually can fucking fight? Both of them? She'll get can the winner of t- fight. Fight. She'll
2: get the winner of those two. Because James Conwood you know, it, it made sense to me today, and the movie did really well. If she would have fought in June or, or, or July mm-hmm. and she wouldn't have done mm-hmm. well in the movie, they said, fuck it, stay away from everything. Just let the movie come out pop it. All of a sudden, the fucking Brazilian comes up positive and she's back in the fucking game. The movie did great. She's back in the fucking game mm-hmm. now. So she's going to probably get the winner of T- Tate. I don't know Ronda if she's going to want to fight, man. Nah, what let's you, see what why happens. would she? Let's I see don't what know, happens
0: after this. Why would she want to fight if this movie? I would smash see what happens. and then she just yeah. goes off and you know, man, brain damage is for keeps. If you don't want to fight, you shouldn't be fighting. You know, fighting is something you should only do when you absolutely want to do just that. If she if she really has this call in the back of her head, she wants to get back in there and test herself. You know, she's a, she's a badass chick if she wants to do that, but. I love it to death. I no, like no, it. no reason I like to do it, it if like she it. doesn't. She's got an amazing opportunity. She has an opportunity that very few humans ever get to, to be a legit female movie action star. I mean, she's, she's going to say the right things. She's smart. She's not a mean person. She's a, a humble person. She's like, she's like a happy, friendly person that people like, root for. You know, Even chicks like her. You know what they, also, they like about her? She's not like, real skinny. She's not all skinny and bones. She's like she's got meat on her. She's a, oh, she's, she's a, a cheeseburger. She's
2: a piece of lasagna. Away. She's, it's you hot. Got some fat
0: little. Toes. I like that. Yeah, man. She's cute. You can I like grab that. that ass. She's nice. Yeah, I like that. Oh I don't gosh. like I don't like skinny on a girl. It doesn't. I like a girl who's not afraid to eat. You know, to me, don't don't get sloppy. Let's not get crazy. But you can get a little fat. A little fat's actually kind of sexy. Yeah. There's something dirty about it, right? Keeps the monkey fresh. You know what I'm saying? Does it? It lubes the the joints. Lubes
2: the joints. (laughs) Give us some fucking inositol and cloline and shit. Everything's good. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, the world needs more badass superhero chicks. This dragon tattoo chick and this. This Gina Carano chick. i seen
2: that other fucking crazy-ass movie, Black Swan, with Mina Q-less, whatever her fucking name is. <laughs> that bitch ate the fuck out of the professional's little girlfriend because she's the one in it. She's yeah. the Black Swan. The, uh, and don't I tell me. A I, couple I'm, weeks ago, I was I a little too it. high to watch the beginning. It scared me out. But the ending, the, this movie is very oh. fucking... i seen the last hour. Last night, and it really helped me. Yeah. Like, there was shit on television that I wanted to watch. And I'm like, wait a second, this looks. The one girl's all grown up. I can't believe that was her and the professional. That movie's a fucking great movie. That's a the great professional, movie, man. Yeah. I, it was on the internet. I watched Gary Oldham is fucking great. He would pop the pills and throw his neck yeah. back and heroin and they'd yeah. shooting motherfuckers and
0: Gary Oldham was great in that movie. He was great.
2: Danny Aiello's even in that movie. Oh yeah, he's the he's the hitman. He's the guy that gives uh, the Italian guy the assignments and shit. Yes. Oh, Fucking Danny Aiello. I think he even stopped Whoa. doing comedy now. Danny Aiello? Yeah, he had a comedy club in Hoboken on Tuesday night. place And he would put I Mike Marino up and a bunch of comics. Get and the fuck out Italian of here. Italian songs, yeah. Are you
0: serious? I swear to God. What was that show that he had on CBS for a while? Uh, Terranova. Something, uh, look
2: it up, the last disaster of CBS. Uh, Melangana, something like that, that he
0: was a PA. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Public investigator, whatever
2: <laughs> did the you fuck see
1: it. Burt Kreischer on 10TV? Uh, weather, how do you spell his he,
0: name? How do you spell his name? Danny his name? I.
2: No, a I. E. L. L. O.
1: Burt Kreischer was on CBS News, uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and he got to do the weather, and it was so fucking hilarious. If you well, what did he do? He was just like acting out, like if it was cold, he'd be like, you know, and like just making a f- he was just Burt Kreischer on the weather. It was, what if you can imagine, it that? was
2: awesome. Is that TV show, Melongosa?
0: I want to say Dela. Della,
2: Della, yeah, Delaventura, Della Ventura, Delaventura. Was it Delaventura? Yes, Is yes. That it? Look at the IMDb. I'm looking at it. 1998. It's... That was the last Temptation of Christ. What year was this? 98. Uh, which one? Yeah, Delaventura. Delaventura. When we first started hanging out in Miami, when they put his picture up at the Improv, and I
3: robbed
2: <laughs> it. I clipped it under my shirt and
0: shit. Yeah, I kept it. He was my favorite uh, goof for a while. I have all those on. V- I still have those on VHS. Sussman, when they were, they had the King and Queens over at CBS. I got them to get me the tapes from the Delaventure show because it was so delicious, and I would have people come over and watch it with me. We would get high and watch it like it was a comedy. So fuck it, it was a great show. He would always win, no matter what happened. This is what I remember. He had a meeting with this guy about some information that could lead to the conclusion of my case. So he's in that playing pool and he can't miss. Just fucking rocketing balls in. And the guy goes, worst acting of all time. The guy he's playing goes, hey man, you're the best i ever seen. What's your secret? He goes, my secret, don't miss. <laughs> and it was like fights, he would get in fights. And he's a rusty old man. I mean, he's old. He's old. He's old. I mean, we're not talking about a Sylvester Stallone old where he's, you know, shooting fucking synthetic hormones into his body every day and he's 64 years old shredded that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking like he looks like an old man but meanwhile he's knocking dudes out with one punch pop like guys give him trouble hey get out of here pop he just everywhere he goes, like no one's hitting him. He's never got a struggle. Oh, he ducks? Yeah, he's dominating oh, yeah. everything. He's just the, the coolest <coughs> cop of all time. And it's so, it's so ridiculous that it becomes funny. It's, but, it becomes really subtle, speak, nice. Uh, speaking of
2: Stallone and crazy Italians, I guess Frank Stallone's been coming back to the boxing gym, Justin's, and they can't take him no more. So the quickest way to get rid of Frank Stallone is to put rap on. Oh, really? <laughs> he hates rap music. <laughs> So they put rap on, like, you know, N.W.A., and they have bets on how long Stallone will last. And really? They, so he's in their shadow box, and he'll look at the speakers. He'll fucking then he'll come up to them and say, listen, why don't we listen to some good music? Put on one of my albums. And they all look at him like, are you fucking serious? Like, he'll give you his album. You know that. Frank Stallone gives out albums. He plays right here. At fucking Malibu. At the Malibu win once a month. He's got the black shirt. You got to go as a goof one time. All the Italians show up. They kiss him. What do you Uh, think his
0: relationship is like with his brother? What do you think it would be? It must be crazy. Get
2: the fuck out of here. Lock the door behind (laughs) you, you dumb fuck. I'm going to invest in a cheeseburger chain and you're going to be the head singer. Get the fuck out of here. That guy's got to come in every day with a different pitch. Sly, I don't mean to bother you, but listen, we got an idea for a new movie. I think they even made a movie together. The one with Dice that Dice sued everybody. Remember they all, the Stallones, the remember
1: Fairway.
2: that? No, a movie about golf. Yeah. A movie about golf. Remember when we were at the store, they were telling us a story that night? And, and Dice was got, in it and never Dice got so it never got released because it is fucking horrible. <laughs> it is Frank Stallone directing and shit. <laughs> it, and Stallone's got all his friends and it's still bad. Oh. They got pictures of birds and fucking people oh. drinking water. Oh. Meanwhile, Stallone's
0: hitting a fucking golf ball and shit. Oh my God, that is hilarious. Frank fucking Stallone. Oh, my God, that is hilarious. That's got to be a weird thing to have a brother that's, like, super-duper famous. Yeah. And you're just hanging on, trying to make some shit happen. That's got to be
1: frustrating as fuck. Probably makes you want to be famous also. Like, look at Charlie Murphy, you know, and, and he's probably, that's why.
0: Well, it is, totally, yeah. with Charlie. But, look, Charlie's actually, you know, he's made it. He's yeah. making money. He's doing well. He's in movies. doing great with stand-up. And then there's like You know The Baldwin brothers Where everybody makes it You know kind of, Sort kind of, of Sort of Kind of Then they made it For a little while All of them sh- Were in the light For a while Yeah But now it's only Alec He's the only one who's st- He's the most talented Though right
1: Yeah Oh definitely Yeah that's what it is Like talent just rises To I the top I also like There was another one I liked also but I, Billy I Baldwin Billy yeah Or William No I'm William I think William There's a difference Billy's the handsome
0: one William's the one With the big face I think See I don't remember well, he's handsome too. He's just handsome like yeah. like he drank a lot of sodium-filled products. Yeah. Sodium. <laughs> yeah, they're uh I mean, there's a bunch of families where there's a bunch of different brothers that get in and everybody does so-so, but one guy is like the best. Yeah. But the bald one. Michael ones, Jackson. Yeah. Well, that's just the most ridiculous yeah. one ever, right? Right. You know, can you imagine growing up with someone who's uh, your brother and you you're both doing the same thing and you just can't fucking hit and this guy's just that's gotta. That's gotta be nuts, man. Sibling rivalry is a motherfucker. Look at Madonna's brother. She threw that motherfucker out. What happened?
2: Like She threw him the fire. That guy was just creepy. He was opening up shit with her name. I mean, it just gets old.
0: Madonna's brother a
2: stiff. He's got a brother that wrote the book, the tell-all book. Now he they just had something on AOL or Google the other day that he's homeless in Michigan. His sister won't help him because you get fucking creepy on these people, dog. You can't get creepy. These are your family. You can't write tell-all books, and
0: the same thing that makes a Madonna could also make a loser. Right? Yeah. You don't. You don't get a Madonna with conventional child rearing and paying all the the right amount of attention to your kids. No, you get a Madonna if you fucked up. You get a Madonna if you ignored that kid. You get a Madonna if somebody did something to her at an early age that made her determined. Or you, you get know? a Gaga,
1: one of the two. You get a
0: Gaga, same thing. You don't get <laughs> those. Those chicks aren't. It's not easy to develop one of those. You got to give them some pain. You got to do would some you, things. Would you rather fuck Madonna or Gaga? Right now, I'm a Gaga for sure. Really? Yeah, she's hot. Her body's hot as fuck, dude. Yeah, Madonna's but saying
1: got it, that, pu- that fucking butt fuck is pretty badass. Not really. Madonna
2: got old I seen Madonna last week She got old She's trying to Force those biceps And tell people She's a Jew
0: Although I did have a dream That I I ran into Madonna And all of a sudden She was young again It's amazing You just brought this up Because I had this dream Last night And Mm -hmm. I'm just remembering it now It was one of those Really fucking nutty Alpha brain dreams Which no one will deny If you You could say You don't think That alpha brain works It doesn't seem to affect you And enhance your Cognitive function That's all well and good You know I don't know how your brain works But you can't tell me that it's not super reliable for making crazy dreams. Because I don't, if I could take a pill that I knew for sure, if I took this shit before bedtime, apparently it's not working for everybody, though. A lot of people say they're not getting the lucid dreams. You know, a lot of people say are the not beginning, getting vivid dreams. I had it
1: at the beginning, but then I stopped having them. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, I get them intermittently, and I never know when they're coming. But I got one last night, and it was super vivid. And last night, it was me hanging out with Madonna, and I was being, like, real creepy with her. I was, like, it was weird because she was, like, like actually, it was, like, some sort of a weird thing. Like, I was, I was much younger than I am now. Um, I remember because I, I I remember I had no family and no responsibility in my dream. Is it a trucker Don't stop ask me how I know about kind this kind of bar,
1: like a shitty bar.
0: Nope, it was in some weird fucking uh, a booth of a club, and I'm like really close to her skin, and I'm admiring her skin, and I'm telling her, "Wow, you look amazing!" Like I'm really like blown away. And it was like because I guess I had I, I couldn't figure out in this dream whether I had traveled through time. Or, you know, whether I I lived in a different place, like when I, you know, was I actually 17 years old and was she actually 24? Was I in 1984 or 1985 again? Or was uh, this supposed to be she rejuvenated and she's now 20 years old again and now she looks hot as fuck? Because she looked even younger than she looked when she became famous. It was a really weird dream because I couldn't figure out what was happening in it. Hmm. I couldn't figure out if, you know... I was like, why, why do I feel like I'm a young man? Like, it's, but I also have all this information in my head. It's very strange. <laughs> why well, Madonna, too? I, I, I used to have a thing to. for Madonna, man, when I was young. Ew, she had hair I thought really Madonna old. was hot. I thought she was hot as fuck because she was dirty. <clears> she was dirty, man.
1: Dirty Italian.
0: Look, when you're a young, a young little 17-year-old savage with your hormones on full blast like right. I was, I was like, so excited that a girl was dirty. You know, she's yeah. dirty, that bitch. Yeah, what,
1: she's like the original Snooki.
0: How dare you? <laughs> You're a fucking... I used to go to this club called... You're making uh, yourself
2: laugh. When I was in high school, I was a senior in high school, I used to go to this club called... I can't remember now. And and when I was in there, every Saturday, you know, there was, a girl would come in. I don't know who the fuck the girl was. And they let her sing. But I never really paid attention because he was lip syncing. Oh. They'd just play a song and she Right. Would, That's that terrible. was Madonna. Really? She was lip syncing back then? Back then. Well, it was a club, it was a disco, the, the rooftop or something. Right. And they've a DJ, and all of a they go, We have a special from somebody come in, she's going to sing a song. And it was Madonna wow. singing like Lucky Star. We didn't yeah. know. We didn't know at the time. It was I like Burning Up For Your Love or when something. When they
0: first started having videos on MTV. And, you know, for folks today that live in this day and era, this is not going to be impressive. But back then, when Madonna first started having these music videos like Burning Up, I'm oh, burning up. Tremendous. Burning up you burn. Tremendous. That's a, that That's a she fucking took jam. She took what Donna Summers was doing it and was just like, you know what? Up. You're just not being clear enough of what you want. You're I'll tell you. Let, let me, me tell it you it what you. I'm looking for. I'm, I'm looking to wear crosses and get fucked hard. I'm looking to wear lace and, <laughs> and get choked. And I know that you want to want me, but, but you, you can't, can't let go. Let go. Come, Come on, let's go.
2: go. Bow. I'm burning up burning up ooh
0: yeah I'm burning up burnin and she was sexy fucking was tremendous fuck tremendous bad, she had that dancer body with a little plumpness to her too you know like she was eating well for the first time in her life god damn do you she remember was when
2: Desperately Seeking Susan came out if she yeah. walked the street, she would yeah. have like a million fucking people. Yeah, people don't even that know what like a big 85. star show is. she was. She was like a
0: female Michael Jackson at that yeah. point. And time. Michael Jackson had been there with three hundred eighty four and they had a closed Manhattan. Yeah, people I don't Madonna- think are don't really even they... aware of how big Madonna, Madonna was, was at one in point
2: 85. in time. You know, uh, she uh, True was Blue, gigantic. True yeah. Blue. Yeah. Uh, the second one is like a Virgin, which yeah. is good. That's a great and one too. True Blue isn't that fucking good, but it's got a couple. It's got a. Uh, you abandoned me, love dog. Yeah. On- An old jam, bro. Do you know what I put on Twitter? That I thought of you, the best fucking jam of all time. Fuck Leonard Skinner, fuck Led Zeppelin, fuck Pink Floyd, because there ain't nothing better than Groover's in the heart, dog. Oh, the other morning, I fucking good. heard it on that's the radio.
0: Good. I almost pulled over. I Jeez used to love not. that chick, the dancing I, girl. Oh, my God.
2: I heard she got, got arrested for yeah, something. Yeah, for heroin. Really, but, did bro, she? Tonight, when nobody's around <laughs> and nobody smoke a half a dub and put the video on and watch it. Watch what that Chinese kid was doing and awesome Bootsy Collins. That was a fucking jam. I don't care how bad of a mood you're in. You could be in a bad mood doing something, and by the middle of that second verse, you just start fucking, not dancing, but you're like, you know what? It could be worse. Look
0: at this I love the way that girl dances. Groove is in the heart. What's he saying in the beginning? dance is so free. I don't know. Let's play it. Can we play it? Yeah. Let's play it. They're in jail. Just fucking find it. Meanwhile, it's owned by some. What records. was another yeah, group? not so buy some, mean, some you mean, fucking, what, what was was Black Girl's name? Oh like? the yeah, internet's not working. Right. From the eighties. Oh, the internet's down. Yeah, we, we, yeah. we heard <laughs> the Jam one
2: time, and you we were singing it. The, Which uh, girl? The Buffalo <laughs> stance.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, Cherry. Nina. Sh- Nina
2: Ch- what happened to Nina Cherry? I forgot her
0: fucking name. Nina, oh, I loved her. What was the Jam? Nina Cherry. She had a couple good ones. Black
2: chick. What was the with the Buffalo stance? I don't know,
0: I love Nina Cherry. She was hotter. Nina. fucking Cherry. like an Egyptian. No, Nina Cherry's way hotter. Yeah, I don't know what happened, man. cherry, that's right. She had, she, she had so much potential, too. When you saw her, her singing, you're like, that girl's a star. And then the Tracy Chapman.
2: Tracy Chapman. But before Tracy Chapman... Tracy Chapman was, had a, a bunch of was, big hits. Uh, what was the, the thicker black chick? Over, over. Over. Uh, over. trading, Joan Armitrading. Oh, trading. Joan Armitrading. Shit. Joan Oh, Arma fuck. Trading great.
0: Deep what, yeah, what song. was that one hit oh, that she had? Oh, come on
2: now, dog! Don't make me get into Joan Armad this motherfucker.
0: What is what was that one? Big I always hit loved that Joan she had? but yeah. she scared me. She like the, the that bitch could guy from sing, man. Yeah. What was that one hit that she had, man? This is driving me nuts.
1: Drives you crazy? The slow one, I feel,
2: bro. She had some.
1: Brian,
0: out. Brian, shut the fuck up! How dare <coughs> you?
2: You don't remember Joan Armatrading Cox.
0: I don't remember her now. No. She had one fucking killer song, man. I probably
1: I know the song now.
0: Damn, this is John nuts.
2: Um... something like that. The slow jam that was fucking amazing she had.
1: Yeah. Damn it.
0: Now I'm going to have to buy her whole fucking thing on iTunes uh... and find that bitch.
2: Just look it up on YouTube. Just press in uh, uh Joan Armatrading and it'll come up with the songs that were popular.
1: Right. There uh, you go. There you go.
2: Cuz I get the same fucking problem sometimes. Okay, here we go. You hey,
1: two. so when was your episode of General Hospital on? Because you were on it today. Today? Oh, oh you fucking didn't tell me. Well, yeah, i jealous. officially
2: married, Luke and uh, uh, Tracy and Anthony. They oh
1: man, I wish I would have known. I've been like watching nonstop General Hospital, oh, and God. I've been just like All looking for week. it. All last I d- week, I did not they see it. How on many my are you doing?
2: Spot. I did four. They focused on my ball spot. Can I? Percent.
1: Can you? Can you watch it online? Do they have yeah, like General Hospital online? All right, I'm on it. You can
0: watch it online,
2: Hulu, Hulu or something. It it I think it's on Hulu.
1: It's not,
0: on. I heard that they were trying to General move Hostel, it to. Uh, they were trying to move it to nighttime. Nighttime. Is that
2: true? telenovelas,
0: yeah. Oh, dude, please, please play this. Come, come on, dog. please play Joan Armitrade and Call Me Names. That's oh song. shit, That's the this song. is what I'm talking about. That's the song. Nobody dude. remembers Joan Armitrade. Oh Armitre. man. Oh, Before Crazy Chapman, it was Joan Armatray. Oh, she this this is the jam, and I forgot about yeah, this song. Yeah, man, this is a badass song. Yeah, man, she was one of the
2: originals, man. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: Dude, you, you gotta, you're gotta play also in Children's
2: Hospital.
1: You gotta right? play
0: this, Brian. I don't care if we get to play this. Just play it on your laptop. Okay, can I do that? That's illegal. But that, no, that'll have. Okay, I will have to pause the YouTube
1: um, stream. So when when is your because ch- you're also on Children's Hospital? Children's you did Ger- General Board and Rappi Children's Hospital
0: tomorrow House. night for Children's
2: Hospital, and I know when. The,
1: and was that, that fun, of, also? Was yeah, that, but I'll tell you what, I, I love did, that, that show. Very really Kicking
2: It. I did Kicking It where I played the Meatball King. So I was like one of Batman's villains. Oh, really? And I, I have a bazooka like Scarface that shoots meatballs at the kids and shit. At the end, wait till this comes out. It's a kids show on Disney.
1: All right, cool. Kicking it. Fuck? I'll kick it with Kicking so
0: It. So this, uh, how many uh, episodes are you doing of this? Of General
2: Hospital? Yeah. Four so far. I think they're going so they to. Because Sonny's going, so any new mobs that are coming and smack some bitches. You know what I'm saying? What do you have to do? I, I, So far, I just was a reverend. I went to jail. I went to prison and came A out. reverend? Yeah, I married. I'm a reverend in this. My name is Game Runner. Instead of Mad Flavor, it's Game Runner.
0: runner only, Game Runner? You're a Game Runner? Game Runner. Brian, did you lower my volume?
3: No. Same. Turn it back up. Bitch. I haven't heard Still that same. channel in a while. How
1: dare you? I saw you, you <laughs> turn so that it on. So it was Game
2: Runner. Game runner? I came on the show as a guy that went to prison with Anthony. When I went to jail, I got my life and I became a minister. So I come and marry one of his chicks that he kidnaps. (laughs) <laughs> so he straight up kidnaps this chick and I marry him on the show
0: do you have any scenes with any hot checks do you wear an yeah, eye patch the yeah. is cute yeah the blonde yeah
2: but I didn't know like I watched the f- f- first time they got black people on General Hospital what? I didn't know that was shit. that shocking to you yeah it was very shocking to me I
0: didn't even, even see that. yeah yet. they passed that law in 99 did know. they
2: they're, they're for brothers <laughs> on yeah, fucking soap operas where is the <laughs> brothers
0: and they should <laughs> have like a black soap Well, well did used to do soap operas Rasha- right right right. right. Rasan was in uh, what was he in like uh, General, Days Hospital. Of our lives. General Hospital was he in General Hospital something like well, I thought he was in I th- days. I think it was days. Well, yeah. whatever he was in, Rusan, he was for a on. Long time. Uh, yeah, Rusan's talented man. That who Hanato La Ranja. Yeah. you know, for people who don't know, that's a that's a fun, hilarious comedian. All that there's like all these videos of me arguing with a crazy Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy online. That's my friend, Rasan, and he's an he's a Eddie Bravo Brown belt. He's just an actor. He's, just, he's this character that he does, and every now and then he'll want to confront me about some things and get into this big, long argument. It's like Eddie's, Eddie thinks it's hilarious. He loves doing it, so Eddie's Eddie sets it up all the time. But his actual name is Rasan. He's hilarious. And how funny is it that Rasan's father was my
2: first karate teacher when I came from? Cuba. It's amazing. So how's that circle fucking flow with Eddie it's and the whole thing? Rasan's and it was like a Rasan's
0: such a great guy. Listen,
2: bro, and to, 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 we have to get Rasan to tell you the story about his father's karate school. Yeah. His father's karate school was like on 100th Street in Amsterdam. It was it was black. It was painted black. The walls were black. The geese were black. Black was beautiful. It was 1970. (laughs) You got a fist, goju. You got a fucking fist that said goju. And you got this thing on the back in in Japanese letters. Let me tell you what he used to make us do, Hassan's father. He'd make us run to Central Park barefoot with the fucking karate uniforms on. Whoa. You don't know how scared I used to be. Run barefoot on the street? Run, run, run. He'd make us fucking run with the gis on. What if you saw broken glass? He didn't give a fuck. That's what toughened you up. I remember one time his Rasan's father kicked me in the fucking Damn. stomach when I was about six. You know when the air comes out of you for the first time? It took me like a yeah. month to go back to karate. But he was a good guy, bro. He taught me a lot of good
0: shit. Bro. My first karate teacher, Joe Esposito, who's now the head of uh, the, uh, he's one of the big guys at the Massachusetts uh, State Athletic Commission. They regulate mixed martial arts. I took a class from him, and he sidekicked me in the stomach. (laughs) Like, it's they would do, man. Back then, man, they would say, tighten up. I mean, he didn't hit me hard. I was only, like, 14. He just gave me a little little Tap. tap. But that was common, you know. The instructor would walk by, tighten up, and they'd fucking blast you in the stomach while you were in line. You know, you had to always be prepared, always be solid. Remember when, you know? the, remember
2: when or the Koreans came over to teach Taekwondo? and They'd walk around with a stick. Oh yeah,
0: and man. they'd hit you in the back of the legs if you giggled. Koreans you should, were like super yeah, strict, super but, strict. But because of that, their their team was fucking monstrous, man. The Korean national team for a while, until the the real uh, the, the Americans got real good at it, and then there was uh, some other entries from other parts of the world that were like really high level. But for a while, the Koreans just dominated Taekwondo tournaments, and a lot of it was the high level training and the discipline that they had. You know, they they took it. seriously. Now you can't
2: hit your kids
0: no more. You can't. try I had a friend. My friend was uh, going to med school. My friend junk sick, and he he won the national championships. He had a, he took time off to uh, to win the nationals. He took time off to train. Uh, took time off away from his school, which was a big fucking deal because he was going through like some serious serious fucking schoolwork. And I remember watching this kid. I couldn't believe how fucking hard he worked. You know, it was just it was incredible to watch. It was. It was really, like, inspiring because this guy was always tired. He was exhausted, and yet he would still find time to train. And we were talking about it, you know, back then. He was a little bit ahead of me. He was, like, um, when I was hitting a uh, national level of from my skills, he was already there. So he was, like, a little bit ahead of me. And uh, I remember talking to him. I'm like, how are you doing this? Like, this is incredible that you find time to do all this schoolwork, and yet you still – find time to train, and he's like, I barely can do it, I barely can do it, he goes, I'm so tired, I'm so tired, he would, like, when he was training for the Nationals, he would do his homework, and then he would uh, put his backpack on with all of his books, and he would run up and down the stairs in his, uh, in his dormitory, where he stayed, and he would just, that's how he would get, like, a lot of his cardio training in, he would just put his books in his bag and run up and down the stairs. And he would tell me about, like, how exhausted he was when he, when he would, like, come to work out and train. But the fucking guy just kept chipping away. It's like, I learned a lot watching that dude. I, like, learned that there's, like, levels of commitment and discipline. And for whatever reason, a, a lot of Asian people instill that in their children. That, like, real intense discipline you know, proud of their kid when the kid becomes a doctor, proud of their kid when the kid does something really, really difficult. That's a, that's a motherfucker, man. That's a, that's a, to, to, to have like that, that high expectations of yourself, you know, you're really setting yourself up for a very stressful, stressful life. And I know he eventually stopped competing because it was like too much, you know, to do that. And he assumed his, his practice, you know, to, to, um, become a doctor, and you know, and, and his studies to become a doctor. and He got right back into that, and that became his hundred percent of his focus. But he did what he wanted to do. You know, he got there, he got where he wanted to get. And then, you know, he realized his dream, and now it's just back to work. And I was like, man, that's a that's a tough life. That's a lot of work. You know, look at the discipline. Even with the Japanese, with the yakuza,
2: they fuck up. They got to cut a finger off. Uh, yeah, that's who's got intense. that discipline in the United States? You, right. you come to work late, you're gonna cut a fucking finger off. Yeah, and you have to cut it off yourself. That's the motherfucker. I right? can yeah. see if somebody grabs you and cuts your finger off, you law. You have to go in there with a yeah. knife, put your hand out and chop mm-hmm. your fucking thing, and tie a bandage over your hand and drive yourself to the fucking hospital. That's it. Oh. That's a level of commitment. That's and that's for fucking up, for slipping. They let you live. But you yeah. lose a fucking finger. You, you see lose the whole finger
0: got, or a joint? Is it like a They take the whole fucking joint? thing off. The joint, everything. the really? bone. They start... Uh, isn't it like they take joints off, though? They chop like... Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know. I, I think that's what it is. All I want is I a think manicure. think it's digits. <laughs> what is a manicure? I, how about I
2: fuck up and I cut my fucking manicure? I told my fucking jam or something. But for me to cut a finger off... I mean, that's just... that's uh, And you do it with honor. Yeah. You do it with honor. Like, you come in and go, I'm sorry, I fucked up. Out of my respect for you i'm going to chop my fucking finger off that's, that's honor to my family that's honor.
0: I was talking to a friend of mine who uh, had something going on where he was involved with uh, a bunch of uh, businessmen and they one of them was this Japanese guy that kept showing off the fact that his finger was missing you know, he, kept, he would like flaunt it the fact is and laugh about it that his finger was missing like see that you see that like apparently like I guess. In Japan, it must carry a lot of weight. It Someone a lot sees of weight. that. Yeah, yeah. They, they Someone like sees sh- you with a finger that you probably chopped off yourself. They're like, "Oh, this guy's willing to take shit to a different level."
2: And they've been tatting themselves up for 200 <clears throat>
0: fucking years like that. With body the suits, whole body, yeah, the whole body tats. And the way they do it is super painful. Super fucking painful. Yeah.
2: all that shit is just. It's a different uh, upbringing. It's the traditional
0: method of tapping, that tat, 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 the way they do it, <clears throat> very different than like a, a needle, like a like a, a tattoo, a, a modern tattoo needle where they essentially just draw it. It wasn't like that back then.
1: It was really... Steve, that's really how crazy. Steve-O got his tattoo. and he Oh, his the, tie the, tattoos? Yeah, he yeah. went to the same person that Angelina Jolie did and got the exact same tattoo she got. <laughs> well, for a while,
0: every tattoo that she got, he would get too. Yeah. He would like recreate her tattoos. So funny! <laughs> That's
1: taking it to the next level. Why? He's so silly. He loves
0: her because he's crazy. I love I love the fact there's <laughs> people like Steve O out there. I love the fact that, there's people, like there. the fact that there's, there's people that are willing to climb up a tree and let a lion come get you. He's great. Yeah, so wait, so, whoa, we gotta so get him did, on this podcast. He gets, gets yeah, a, for sure. He gets he gets he he loves Angelina Jolie or yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, think it's more tattoos. he the loves the idea the goof of it. You know that he's going to get every tattoo that she gets. So he went. To I think tyrant. he has Billy Bob on his arm. Does he have Billy Bob on his arm? No, but that would be funny.
1: I don't know if he does. Well, maybe
0: he took it off when she took hers off because she took hers off. He actually
1: took off his shirt when we had him on one of the old podcasts at my apartment. He took off his like shirt and showed us all his tattoos. Oh yeah, yeah he's got a shitload of them. The ones on his back are pretty amazing, and then he has a picture of himself on his back. <laughs> he does. Yeah, like like it looks like it's airbrushed, like perfect. Hmm.
0: That's it's a questionable so choice, though. That's really a <laughs> questionable choice. I could see getting Angelina's, ch- ch- you know, tattoos on your body, but doing a tattoo of your own face—it's
2: so funny. What about the people that got a, a tattoo of George Lopez on their arm? Oh yeah, that's a fucking <laughs> tattoo you gotta live with forever. What do you do now that he got fucking fired off TNT
0: or whatever he was on? What do you do? Well, he's still gonna tour and, and probably kill him. He's never gonna be at a long for for income <clears throat> if he decides to tour, you know. Don't you think? I mean, that guy was selling out the Hollywood Bowl. He was selling out giant places.
2: I just took a flight last week where Paul Rodriguez is on the flight.
0: Oh yeah, he you got to get up on that microphone. He sat right next get to me. We talked about it. the store in Mid Oh yeah, and,
2: yeah, he was pretty interesting to talk to. Paul
0: Rodriguez was there in the early days, right? Yeah. 30 Wasn't he there in the Chico days. and the Man days yeah, when when fucking Homeboy years killed himself? Years he's doing comedy. What was that guy's name that killed himself? Freddie Prince. Freddie Prince. Yeah.
2: And the guy who took his place was Danny Mora, who's also. A comedy store regular. That's the guy. Took who, his place. He took his Chico's place for a season, and they uh. figured out that. You weren't gonna replace fucking Freddie, Freddie, Prince. Freddie Prince at that time,
1: you know. Yeah, who was the comic I, that jumped off the building uh, of the comedy store right next door?
0: I don't know who
2: that guy You guys was.
1: remember that, right? Yeah. Well, I heard the
0: story, but I don't know who the guy was.
1: Mad, there, some guy jumped off the t- uh, building right next to the uh, comedy store at the Hyde Hotel or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. That was
0: during the the, the riots or the uh, whatever the, maybe the, maybe whatever it the fuck it's it was. Now it's there's an
1: fight. advertisement for Mad Men on there where it's just a shadow of somebody falling uh, down that building, and it's so creepy to look at. Because wow. the shadow is exactly where that guy uh, killed himself. I jumped. wonder if they knew that. No, I don't think they do.
0: You don't think they know? No, I don't. I mean, isn't it kind of like and Hollywood lot, and, legend, though? Yeah,
1: and a lot of people at the comedy store, like I, I, I said something to them, and they're like, oh, my God, you're right. Holy shit. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, like, was I don't the, think anyone was thinking that about that was the that.
0: boycott Right They boycotted Something. all the clubs You know back in the day Comedy clubs in LA Didn't pay anything Now they pay a little bit They pay a tiny bit But back then They didn't pay A goddamn thing And so guys Were packing the place And killing them And then all the clubs Were making money And the tr- clubs Were treating you like shit It's like the, only, the only place Where the clubs Get away with that They have that Sort of slave owner mentality Like some of them do some of them do still to this day. They think that like there's you're doing some sort of an honor by
1: performing there. So they
0: don't comedy Store's think. really
1: tightened their ship lately. Though they got a whole new staff and there no one's the same anymore. That it's it's completely like a normal club now. I think which one the Comedy, comedy Store is they, really? in the last year they've just pretty much overhauled the whole entire thing. So now it's like a regular club. I mean, it's got club? food. Yeah, it's got food. The people are getting what? paid. What? People people getting spots? The only thing that you you don't see is you don't see a lot of new comics going through there a lot. It's still kind of like the same like. You know, like a Saturday Night Live season.
0: How where, is it, How can it possibly be improving with those people at the helm?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, the, I think Tommy's the only person that that, that you would know there now.
0: <laughs> There's your problem.
1: And that bartender people in Huck? the back. All the, Huck's yeah. still there? Oh, yeah. All those guys are still there.
0: That guy's cool as fuck. That was a crazy. you know, you talk about it, we talk about it. it was a, That was a cool time. You know, that was a fun place to hang out. That's what everybody misses about it. And you know what? It's, uh, it was, never was what the Ice House is. The Ice House is way better. It's a way better vibe. The fact that we got that podcast room right next to it, the fact that everybody's hanging around there. And, you, know, you, know, you know
1: who's the GM, though, now? Or I think he's the GM. Yeah, he's the GM. Is Adam, though, from uh, Arizona. So it's like the dean, the new dean is the guy that we're friends with that used to be the t- uh, the improv in. Uh, oh, that's hilarious! In, the manager. Of well, good improv. for
2: him, man. Yeah, good for him. The comedy store served its purpose when it did. Yeah. yeah, it was like that bar you went to for a year when you lived in that place where you ate there. It served its purpose. You know, it was there for me, and and when I moved on. I don't even think about it no more. When I drive by there... It's weird. It's like a foreign fucking place to me. Yeah. I don't even try to drive down there. I was down there today and I drove by and it's like, I don't even look no more. It's strange. Like when it I do drive weird by, you drive by and yeah. you felt bad if you didn't stop in. Like I, I keep on finding if you new places. From an yeah. or something, yeah. You're like, let me stop in this. Well,
0: we used to do the improv on Melrose for New Year's and then we would drive back to the store right and
2: hang sure. out.
1: Yeah. I keep on yeah. finding new rooms and nooks. Like, I just found a new nook the other day and I guess it's Polly's office where you go up that third s- set of stairs. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this place all about? And that's yeah. like, oh, this is where you fuck girl if you want to, or you can smoke weed. And, like, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It's a, that place has got so many tunnels and secrets and hiding spots. Does Pauly still cool. keep an office there? I think he might, but he's never there. Paulie's, I never see Polly there. What does he i see him now? once in a while. What does he do now? Uh, he's on the road a lot. I think he does, and he's doing movies. Like He just released that movie recently and, and I don't know what he's doing. I saw him the other day. He he had a camera crew there where he's like doing some kind of thing. Like, filming something i don't know wow but he's barely ever there
0: there's people like that we just go where is that guy now
1: i watched don barris again this weekend and t- both nights and that's the best shit about the comedy store when it's he's he i think i got there at like t- one and we didn't leave the comedy store don didn't finish until like 4 a.m he got off stage i mean wow. that's awesome yeah, you know, no comedy club stays till four a.m. Yeah, that club is cr- pretty
0: <laughs> nutty. I mean, we had some crazy things happen in that place. Yeah, especially that original room, man. That original room is just that's that's a heavenly body, you know. Yeah, that's a place that's a that's there's more there's more energy in that room. There's more history in that room, you know, than mm-hmm. mostly really any club in the country yeah. keeps you in check. That room, yeah, always keeps you in check. You
2: could be at a weekend place all weekend killing. Monday, you pull up to the comedy store, you think you're bad to the bone, and you get not
1: a fucking there, laugh. There's always drama the and you, crazy shit happening. There. Yeah, like,
0: well, there's no one's the, ever, like, quieting the audience. It's yeah. always fucking chaos. There
1: was a girl Friday night, and she was definitely a hooker, that uh, she was just sitting there using the patio. A lot of hookers st- uh, sit at the patio, because they can, like, oh, like there's a patio in the front that's outside where people walk back and f- up and down sunset, so a lot of the hookers just hang out at the patio. And they look like normal girls at first, but then you realize what they're doing. They're just using the how hot are they? With uh, well, this girl, this was the most funniest thing ever. Like we walk up and everyone's staring at this girl at the bar, and I'm like, what, "What's going on here?" And, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" At the back of her, she had only a thong on, like a string bikini thong or whatever, and then just a see-through, uh, like mini skirt, like you could see completely her butthole. You could see every. It was crazy. Like it, it could not be legal. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And she, her body was, man, it was all right. So I was like, "Holy shit, that's awesome!" What's going on in there? And he goes, "Dude, just, just relax. Wait till you see her face." And I'm like, "Oh fuck!" So I go. There. And, and it was like facial hair acne i mean it looked like a a mexican dude in drag it, her face was just
0: so was it a guy or was it no
1: it was just a, a very monster. unfortunate monster that decided to wear like from behind it looked awesome i mean i was, wonder how much she works but we asked if we could take a photo or some one of the comics asked if they like can i take a photo with your butt you know because that's how <laughs> crazy it was and she was like 20 bucks
3: <laughs> I mean, at least he bucks. had a price for 20 it. Bucks. Twenty bucks. <laughs> Twenty fucking
0: bucks. It's like you know when you take a picture with Spider Man over at the Hollywood Bowl. At least yeah. you're supposed to, or Hollywood Boulevard. At least it's a donation, right? Yeah. What the craziest kind of thing of the story is that
2: why would a hooker go to the school uh, store and try to get money where there's so many other hookers that go there to suck a dick for free? Yeah. Like a well, well no, they're a just chance. using
1: the view of the sunset, so who to stock or, you know, to kind of sell themselves without being on the corner. You know what I mean? People walk by the store and be like, oh, look at that girl, you know. There's it's a, fucking crazy. There was so it's many girls that would just
2: walk in that were willing to suck dick. You just, had to, <laughs> you just had to fucking pull back the artichoke and fucking find out that you just needed the clouds to part to see the true color of the sky. There's yeah. something about There's that something sunset about that fucking strip place that a crazy yeah. women went to the store. They go in there. Well, anywhere,
0: I mean, that'll happen at the Viper room. That'll happen at the House of Blues. That whole area yeah. is just nuts. It's that like whole Vegas. area. It's like Vegas, yeah, kind it's of. It's very Vegas. It's like.
2: when a woman comes and. She moves to L.A., and she doesn't really know how
0: the things that could
3: happen.
2: Yeah. The things that could happen to a woman. I'm going to produce. I'm going to take you out to lunch. Next thing you know, you're getting fucked by eight fucking IRAbs. You know, <laughs> IRAbs? Whatever the fuck they are. Eight Arabs, IRAbs, whatever. It's just so weird the chances are when you're a woman. Like, you don't fucking know, you know?
0: Yeah, you could get lucky and wind up being Brooke Burke and being on Dancing with the Stars and making yeah, millions and smiling, or... Yeah, you could suck one dick. Wind up
2: with a bad fucking guy that tells you to yep.
0: produce. Next thing you, know, you have a kid. You leave yep. here.
2: It's just yep. amazing. And the same yeah. thing, you know, it's amazing the fucking crapshoot, man.
0: For a woman, it's way hard, especially a woman trying to be a hot chick, like what trying to be a professional hot chick, trying to be an actress or something like that. You know, like so many of them, man. The, the, the volume, the numbers For every gig that there is The number of pretty girls that are f- driving in on buses and le- Especially now with the economy sucking How many of them are like Look, there's nothing here for me I'm just going to give it a chance Choo! Just getting that bus and flying off to Hollywood It's fucking amazing Yeah it's Well, amazing. you and I have been here for so long now We've kind of seen how weird it is To watch people arrive You get
2: like Facebook from girls that You're like, oh my god what the fuck happened to you? <laughs> Six years ago, you were sucking 20 dicks behind the store, and now you're a mom in Florida. Yeah, a like, mom in Florida. That's what I get now. Like That's yep. what I get. Like, hey, Joey, I don't know if you remember me. And you look at the picture on Facebook. face, you're like, oh, my God, she's got like a crib. Yeah. You know, they always look so much older than you,
1: too. You know, this, yeah, they always look way more beat than and you. i live
0: living like, that porn star ha- pimp ha- lifestyle you are. What you relax the all the, the time. Happened, You, know, you see him? I
2: have
1: 17 steps so far today.
0: But that comedy one.
2: store, I ran into so many crazy fucking women, and when they come men too, with
0: a man, dream. men, oh, women, yeah. everything. That store was There's, the it was a it was an attractor, and it still is an attractor of crazy people. But when a yeah. woman
2: comes up to you and says, "Can I talk to you for a second? You know, how, how do you get funny? And, you know, I just want to be funny, and they won't give me spots. What do I have to do to get spots? Here, that's the magic answer. When they just say that to you, what do I need to do to get spots? And you like try to beat around the bush. Well. uh... You could write jokes, uh, you could go to a stand up class or you could
0: suck my dick. You know what I'm saying?
2: <laughs> like you got three options. Is that what you'd say? Oh my god, it's amazing. Well, you you had that one
0: girl you talked about in the podcast, the podcast. who said the less a message said the... a letter oh, about how a... you broke her. Oh, broke her. And I didn't mean to break her. She was always willing to suck my dick.
2: So what am I gonna I remember her sucking <laughs> my dick with dirty fingernails one night me going, This is terrible. Like this, in that little bathroom, the cubicle on the second uh-huh. floor. Remember the one by the phone where you answered the Yeah, phone? totally. Like, how many fucking blowjobs did you get in there from women that just said, if you suck my dick, will you put me on the mm. Belly Room show with you next week? Yeah, 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 call me. And they'll just suck your dick for a fucking spot. Psst. Like in the Belly Room. Like if fucking, mm. you know, Steven Soderbergh is going to fucking show up to the fucking comedy. Well, if they only
0: that knew that night, about Mike Young's just yeah, really have you have a know, showcase
2: yeah. It's just a uh, player. It's just fucking amazing how women would fall. I started going to an acting class, and you book something, and a girl sees you in acting class. Oh my god, they're all over you outside. I'm like, <laughs> what do we need to do? What do we need to start sucking my dick or show me your pussy or something? You know how many fucking victims I had that were confused from acting class? <laughs> I remember when why I acting was, class bro, confused when, you? Bro, when I was four hundred and fifteen pounds, like in '98, I had this twenty-one-year-old that let me come over and fuck her in the ass. And I would fuck her in the ass and feel guilty. Like, when is she going to realize I'm a fat, disgusting <laughs> slob? This chick was like, I see you on low and order SUV, taking the garbage out. Let me suck your dick. Really? You hold, I'm a fucking co-star. You know what I'm saying? You got to hold out for the big fucking stars. She was sucking co-star dick. What
0: is wrong with you? What is wrong
2: with you? I got 1,200 for the fucking day, and you're sucking my dick like I'm some star. I mean, she was serious. did like, you, know, you
0: have some girl that you were, you, you were getting in your acting class that was also. Huh? Someone else, he, someone was taking care of her. I don't know if you can say the guy's name. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah, the black girl. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll say it.
2: I don't give a fuck.
0: De Niro. <laughs> De, Niro
2: had, De Niro's got like these black chicks that he takes right from like South Florida. You ever go to Florida? Those black chicks are raw. <laughs> like go to Orlando Airport, those black chicks are raw. I get They're mine only, from
1: Pompano. They
2: have no fucking uh, Afro Sheen. Their hair just goes up like Joan Armitradon. They got fucking tattoos. They're a little heavy. This girl that De Niro had, he fixed her up. He gave her fake tits. He took away all her tattoos. He gave her the real hair. He bought that horse hair so she had (laughs) her shit. And he put her up in a fucking thing with Shacklift. And that's how we got to talk. Like, I'm like, what made you move? Like, you know, sometimes in acting class, they're like, well, you want to meet at a coffee shop to do scenes? Or they either come to your house or you go to their house. And one day she said, you want to come to my house? I live in the Wilshire District. Okay, I don't even know what the Worcester District is. I just started driving, she, and all of a sudden I pull up, and there's a doorman, and what the fuck does this bitch do? And after a while, one day, she goes, my boyfriend's De Niro, look at his sleep apnea machine. But she was telling me the whole story, that she wouldn't see him. He would just call her on Friday and go, get that black ass washed, Papa's coming <laughs> for dinner. And it was all over oh, <sighs> the shouting. You know. How I, many I know. of those do you think he has? She said she knew she wasn't the only one.
1: That's
0: beautiful. And so they just do it's a no questions asked sort of a policy. No questions asked. When I come to town,
1: that's the that way to f- roll. Trim that. Well, that's why he's been Damn. rolling for a long trim time. Trim that
0: right? buckwheat
2: for years because Papa's gonna whistle wow. into that fucking cave of death.
0: I mean, that's why he's got to keep doing these movies. Yeah, he's doing especially those bad ones. He now. does some terrible ones oh, now. All those bad ones
2: now, but I th- I they're think all now bad now. Too, I think now he's too old. He settled down Tukie. to like just having girls right, on Van Nuys. That's his nice. original wife, Tukey, the heavy-set black chick. That's kind of cute. You yeah. see you're like, at least he's got some pizzazz. But yeah, you know, he had a couple of freaks that he had out there. And why not?
0: I haven't seen a movie of his that was good in a while. It's unfortunate when you think about it because he's the greatest actor of, of all time, in my opinion. One of them. I shouldn't say the. Gary Oldman's a bad motherfucker, too. There's a lot of guys that are yeah, bad. Mo- Russell Crowe's a bad motherfucker. There's a lot of bad motherfuckers. But you go back to like the Raging Bull days or the Cape Fear days, Robert De Niro was a motherfucker. He was amazing, man. And he was the first guy that really would like change his body. Like He gained a fuckload of weight for Raging Bull. Remember? He got in super good shape. As a boxer, and then he gained a lot of weight to play Ray Lamada in, in the in the later years. That was a fucking amazing oh, fucking performance. Taxi driver
2: amazing a great performance. Movie. He did some if you see him in Taxi Driver, that one scene where he goes to get Christopher
0: walking, yeah, and
2: it's his turn, and the guy smacks him and he smacks the guy back. Because you know you're gonna die. Don't smack yeah. me, bitch. I'm gonna die anyway. Yeah, I mean you how can think of putting your how hands. How good
0: was it. he in Goodfellas? Huh? How good was he in Goodfellas? Oh, oh, he was fucking amazing. amazing. On, how man. good
2: was he in Godfather 2 in oh. the beginning?
0: Yeah, amazing. Italian, you're a friend of mine, hey, yeah. and all that shit. And Forget when you see him,
2: he became like you're yeah. like that could be a young Marlon yeah. Brando. Yeah, he really fucking had it down. He was, uh, bro. That's one of my favorite movies of all. Godfather Two is one of the p- most beautiful fucking. The, the guy who stole that movie from me is that fucking Guinea fuck. Uh, uh, five Five Angels. The guy that No Manjada in Las Vegas. I don't Manjada in Miami with Hyman Roth. That guy that was fucking crazy, that would always say shit to Pacino, he was the one that uh, Duval made him commit suicide. Remember, he went to oh, see him yeah. in the jail, and he oh, goes, you yeah. know, at the end, the Romans, they have a party, and then they slit their fucking wrists. Yeah, And that, that movie is a beautiful movie. When they go to Cuba, and he tells them, hey, I seen something really interesting today. I seen a rebel uh, blow up, and he goes, what does that tell you? He goes, a soldier gets paid to fight. A rebel does it for free. I don't like it. I didn't, I'm not gonna watch the movie again, Joe Rogan.
0: I haven't seen that movie. Watch in a the long fucking time. movie again. I, need to see I had it movie. on
2: DVR and I watched it about a month ago and I was blown away. Never seen it. It starts. Really? Listen, yeah, it I'll starts out. That. This is how That's brilliant great. it starts out, where the mother goes to the Don in Sicily and says, "You killed my husband. and You killed my son. Spare him. He's oh, fucking retarded." Yeah, Remember? you don't.
0: You don't like it because so many people like it. Is that one of those things? No. Yeah, so I don't, so I don't like it is. because people
1: are wearing God. Or good, What is it called again? Godfather, Godfather, Godfather like Godfather posters in their, in their house and they only talk about it. It's like, dude, that movie came out like 20 years ago and you're still talking no, about it. No, it. it's a great fucking movie. It's still a movie. great movie. I know, I get it, but I I know mean, that's what like saying, me. Though. But it he, just yeah, swears on he you. <laughs>
2: remember that she goes, he goes, no. And he shoots the mother in front of
0: I don't remember this, but you're giving mother. spoilers like a motherfucker. Look oh, bro, he shoots the mother,
2: <laughs> then he goes to Ellis Island. He's alone in this world. He's fucking retarded. He had, he had yellow fever when he came from Italy. I don't remember he this. he went into this neighborhood. But the whole movie's when he goes back to Sicily. Like, after he becomes Vito Corleone, he's got the olive oil company. He goes back to Sicily to get the guy who steals, who kills his mother, his father, and his brother. And he goes up to him. And he's stabbed people. in the stomach, Oh, right? Oh! When the stomach he comes open. And he fucking rubs his blood on his shirt. That's fucking acting. Yeah. Think about that scene. He goes, Talk a little closer. I can't. No bitch get no, no, no play. And he goes, Really, motherfucker? This is the thing and this is for you. And he stabs him, then he wipes the knife on his fucking shirt. You motherfucker. You motherfucker killing my family, bitch. He went back to the boot and took care of business.
1: It was a good movie. I just don't remember. I remember that. I do remember that part. The same people that like these movies always have, like, the ringtone of somebody in the rat pack, also. You know what I mean? Is that what is that what Frank Stallone likes to work that? out to? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah so. no, he listens his own music.
0: No, he doesn't. Yeah, so does he in, try to put it on at Justin's? Yes. Oh,
2: like being what a, he does what kind album, of music is he saying? An album of covers. Is it good? When the shark bites. I need this. Whoa. I need for you to sing this fucking song <laughs> that I've heard 30 million fucking times.
0: Yeah, that's not necessary at all. No, that's right?
2: like a Peter Lemon Jello album. I don't need that shit. In Peter my who? Fight. Peter Lemon was the biggest scam of all life.
0: Peter Lemon Peter Lemon
2: Jello in the 70s, his marketing group wanted to try something. And they took a fucking guy. His name is Peter Lemon Jello, good looking blonde guy, took his picture and went on every station and said, Get the greatest hits of Peter Lemongella. Nobody knew who Peter Lemongella was. Who the fuck is Peter Lemanjello? Right. But those are his greatest hits. Buy the fucking thing. He saw like a million copies. Nobody knew what. It was an album of just covers. Him singing Merry Christmas and Silent Night. Peter Lemongella. He was one album made of, in the 70s. If you went on TV, think of the mass marketing, how much it's changed. Think of the media marketing, how much it's changed. In the '70s, a guy would go on TV. The greatest hits. They didn't have that much, right?
0: Right. So you went bananas. Well, how about when they tried to sell that dude who was playing the flute, the pan flute, master of the pan flute? (laughs) Yeah. Remember that? What was his name? Zamfir. Zamfir, master of the pan flute. Yeah.
2: Get the fucking greatest.
0: It's amazing that that has any effect on you at all. You're sitting at home, slack jaw, and there's a dude playing the flute. And you're like, the fucking pan flute. I got to get that. I got to get
2: that. <laughs> that sounds so fucking nice. You know, Britney Spears sells 10 million albums. Somebody's uh, buying those. It ain't you and me, but somebody's fucking
0: buying those. Yeah, but at least that's like pop music. You kind of get there's a lot of dumb teenagers out there. It sort of connects with the, the, the type of people that want frivolous dance music. But I don't get the pan flute. There's a bunch of dudes like would do like different master of
1: the, right? Yeah, like it, they sell them like, in meditation places also. I've do they? Yeah, Zamphir? Like, yeah. I bet a
0: lot of dudes are pissed that he got that master of the pan flute contract. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, lo- how many dudes are playing the pan flute going, one day that's going to pan out? The only guy I panned out for was Zamphir. Zamphir. That's, that's it. it. Now, what's the flute when you pull
2: the thing? Uh, trombone? Know, a Kazoo food. Oh, no, slide, like whistle. Slide, slide, slide whistle Slide whistle What's what is? the fucking thing That it's you the thing that
1: with? Russell Brand probably plays In his home <laughs> <land>. <laughs> Russell Brand? Why would you say He plays a slide whistle? It <laughs> looks like he would I'm sorry, I'm just bitter with him You well, don't like Russell Brand? No Is you it a Katy Perry Perry's thing? Life, is that what it is? You're yeah.
0: upset about that? Yeah Really? Why? Are you, are you a fan of Katy Perry? I love Katy Perry do, If you had a chance Would you be with her? Of course I would Do you love her? I want to marry her So you're upset at Russell? I Obviously, it didn't work out. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but don't get fucking married.
0: Russell Brand.
1: He's dude, also and a chin supposedly. Fucker.
2: He's English. His dick smells like shit, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's got fucked up teeth, and he's trying to fuck her in the neck. That girl's a 26-year-old girl from fucking up north, bro. Yeah, she's she a good girl. Had
1: you coffee. had you have a good girl, and you treated her bad, man. Yeah. How, you, how do you have that delicious you know here? How do
2: you not Maybe know that she's,
0: she's, she's, she she's, fuck she's a fucking singer, man? Yeah, she's a famous singer. singer. Like how do you know she's not crazy? Comic? Yeah, it might be just like a female comic. She just wants to talk about her songs oh, all day she's, and she's her fucking publicist. Maybe she's nuts. You don't know.
3: She comes in
2: and puts that song on the
0: mall. Don't play that role, Brian. How dare you? He
1: uses the word telly still telly? yeah come on
0: i like when they say proper it's a proper restaurant he's an animal he's a poppa fucking fruit. animal telling yeah. people he's 30
2: years old he's 50 he's <laughs> fucking 50 he's been sucking and fucking 50 fucking years you know what he did to that is poor he 50 look he at him know? look at him you're gonna tell me he's 34 really on what fucking planet is well, he did a lot 34? of drugs he did a lot of drugs He's a freak. You can't. They, nothing. Katie, come more. here, Katie. Nothing bothers me. I like him and Arthur get together.
1: You like what? You like you watch that piece of shit? Why don't you, you watch the original you one? You Fuck
0: that. I've seen the original one. The <sighs> original one's great. There was no the reason to remake that. one. The original one's, one. one's, like, one's like, great. Called, like, no, there's now, no, no reason to make it, but they did a pretty good job. It was a good movie. Is he the
1: same exact character that he's in in every single? Yeah, pretty
0: much. But that's okay. So is fucking Jason Bateman or not? What was his name? What the fuck's his name? The the. The guy from the, 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 uh, the balding guy From England Justin Oh What wait, the wait, fuck's wait, his gotta, name talk about God damn The, the mechanic What the Don't fuck's his name get, Jason, a, listen. Jason Jason Stewart, Stay them. Fucking Jason Statham Jason Statham Sorry All sorry right.
2: So the other night Sorry About a month ago The mechanic is on There's nothing get else on. The And night. I said to myself You know what How can I put down a movie I haven't seen eh? And let me just take The Charles Bronson Notion off It might be a good movie Right Are you fucking kidding me Did you just get mad at it Oh 15 minutes in because that's the beauty of the mechanic if you watch the original mechanic it's the beginning it's the longest dragged out scene of all time it's one of the best hits you'll ever see on film where he breaks into the guy's house and puts the sleeping uh, Mm tea pills in the thing and and what he does is he puts the gas on, he shoots it so it looks like a fire. Right. He did it very, and that's why I told people, that the mechanic wasn't about a guy blowing up things. It was about a 51-year-old hit man that has to use his traits, and he did everything. He didn't want it to seem like he was shooting you.
3: Mm-hmm. He wasn't
2: a fucking act. Right. You know, if he would look at your medical records, if you had a weak heart, he'd shoot at your legs, so you'd have to run. Mm-hmm. That's how he killed J. Michael, Vincent's father, in that movie. I watched that thing with Jason Stram, bro. No. No. 15 no. minutes... It went right off. It no. Was,
0: it was a little, no, little too stylized in no. like the fight scenes and shit no, like, no, that. And like that. the kid that played Jan Michael Vincent was body slams too much.
2: Jan Michael Vincent was a cool motherfucker walking into the room. Microphone. Charles Bronson was a cool motherfucker walking into the See, room. See, I
0: think that guy that played Jan Michael Vincent's role is a good fucking actor. He's a great
2: actor, but he overdid the role. Really? Yes, the role wasn't for a kid that was crazy. It was for a kid that was spoiled. Two different vendors. Well, maybe
0: they played it crazy in this movie. No, when you're spoiled,
2: no. you when you're a spoiled kid and your parents have a lot of money and you're spoiled like that, that's what he was.
0: You know what he was a badass in? 30 Days of Night. He put, that guy, that same guy that played the Jan Michael character. Oh, sure, Benson I character. bet
2: he is great in other movies. Fuck, but he's good in that movie, mechanic, man. Though. He's a good actor, I don't man. want them remaking Charles Bronson movies no more.
0: You yeah, can't cover I know. No matter what you do, it's like you don't have to remake the movie, man. Can't How about just make another script. movie about a yeah. hitman? Yeah, can't you, a hitman. Why, yeah, why can't you make another movie can. about a hitman and just call it something guy That guy's else. rolling in his
2: fucking grave. He worked hard to be a scumbag. And all of a sudden, this guy comes with his pretty face and his shaved head, and all of a sudden, he's fucking shooting people by my mouth. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I don't want to see you. that nonsense. What's up, Joe Rogan? <laughs> What's up, Chicago Joe? This yes. Chicago this week. Italian beef sandwiches. It's going to be off the fucking chain, bitch.
0: The only tickets that are left, folks, are nosebleeds. Are you serious? Yeah, that's it. That's all that's left. People know the way back. I guess is a, it's a giant place. With It's like... 3200 people or something people like that. Driving it's from huge. Detroit people driving from Canada. We're going to have some fucking fun. People We're selling um we made posters too, Mike Maxwell. They're badass. Mate, he's a he's a serious he's artist. He's fucking the real deal, Mike. Maxwellart.com. Yep. He's coming Mike Maxwell with us. Maxwellart.com is a bad motherfucker. In Mac- Mike Maxwell art on Twitter. That's his Twitter oh, he, handle. He's, a he's uh he's coming with us and he's going to sign uh some posters too if you want to get your shit signed. And we'll all sign it. We'll all sign okay. it. Well, Can I so, get one? Yeah,
2: fuck yeah, dog. My brother wants when he's crazy. We're
0: going to have some fun. It's a killer po- the The card is sick, man. There's a lot of good fights. The, the Bisping Chael Sonnen fight that we already talked about. Rashad Evans is going to th- take on Phil Davis. That's a good fucking That's fight. I like right that there. fight a lot. That's a really interesting fucking fight. And Damian Maya is going to take on Chris Weidman. That's a good fight. Right Weidman there too. took that fight on short notice. Not but sure that notice. kid's a
3: stud
0: wrestler who knows how to put people to sleep. You know, he put Tom Lawler to sleep with a fucking, with a, yes. a garce choke. Right, right he's a killer. He's, yeah, a, he's killer. a killer. And you know what? Matt Sarah is a, a serious jujitsu coach. You know, a lot of people don't remember that Matt Sarah was, at one point in time when he was competing and just straight grappling, was right up there at the top of the fucking heap. He won a decision over John Jock Machado. You know, I mean, he submitted a lot of fucking really good dudes. Sarah was a killer in just straight jujitsu back yeah. when he was, you know uh only competing in jiu-jitsu before he when you get into mixed martial arts you of course you have to you have to dedicate so much of your time to striking so much of your time to conditioning so much of your time to doing all these different things that you know your jiu-jitsu game it doesn't get to express itself the way he's you know he's getting involved in a lot of stand-up fights and you know it's sometimes dudes like they you know one guy just will take you down and hold on to you it's it's you don't get to see it as if like it was a straight jujitsu match where one guy's only trying to submit you and you're trying to submit him. Then you get to really see a guy's jujitsu, and Matt Serra has some fucking top line jujitsu his jujitsu is really tight man and you know to have a guy like him teaching a guy like Weidman you know a guy who's already fought MMA many many times won the title you know what I mean fought some of the best guys to have him teaching Weidman you get a stud wrestler a guy who has beaten I believe he fought Phil Davis and in, in, or rather wrestled Phil Davis and beat him in a, a straight wrestling competition which is fucking crazy, He's, crazy. Davis is an amazing wrestler so, Weidman, uh, a killer wrestler, and then on top of that, he's learning submissions, and on top of that, he's just tough as fuck. Tough as fuck, yeah. And he's all crazy with Jesus. He's another one of those dudes. Oh, just that's always crazy. Loves that's Jesus crazy. and he's like super religious and he's got Jesus that. Jesus and Jiu Jitsu walk hand in hand. Yeah, well, they get that mad belief in themselves. There's something to be said for that. They used to scare the shit out of me. When I used to fight like religious guys, I used to think that religious guy, they always made me nervous. Like they had like a kind of confidence that fucking spooked and me. And you can't beat them up because you feel like they got the inside track <laughs> to
2: Jesus so you're uh. gonna fucking burn for an extra fucking week. I wish you could come to Brazil, Joey. They start burning. You got to get a passport. They start fucking. uh, You got to get a passport. Shit, like that fucking Tebow had the whole country confused with the Christianity and all. How's that
0: working? Did the Denver? Are they still in it?
2: They ran into Pontius Pilate. Who's Pontius Pilate? The motherfucker from New England, Tom Brady, dumped his bitch when she was six months pregnant. Who's does that? And not just dumped a bitch, dumped a fucking hot bitch. And then jumped on the thing with... Br- he put the thorns on Tim Tebow's fucking head last week. And this week, <laughs> Ray Lewis went up there thinking he was going to the Super Bowl stab somebody else, but he had to fucking stop him up there, too. They didn't cover the spread, but they, they
1: undercame That poor kicker. You see that kicker last in the Patriot game? Is that what it was? No, or it was the giant game. What giant happened? games. This. This clobbered. This kicker wasn't didn't know he was supposed to go up or something. I don't know what the full story is. So at the last second, he had to like run and kick the ball. You know, like he was like on the sidelines. They like couldn't find him or anything, and he missed. It. And I think that was like the the kick that made them lose the Super Bowl or something like
0: that. Oh my God! You got one job to do and you can't. Yeah, you know, I was looking at that Tom. He Brady's looked
1: like bro. suicidal and like fans Ooh. were like, "We didn't say anything bad to him because he looked like he was suicidal." It's like what some of the quotes were saying. Oh, oh fucking
2: Tom Brokaw, super athlete. Is he? I was looking at him last week. Yeah, he's a white John Jones. Really? He's 6'5". I didn't know that. I was looking at him last week, and his gift is his hearing. He lets them come around him and swat at him, and all of a sudden this fucking thing just, you don't even see it. Like if I was him, I'd go into MMA because i just hammer punch, motherfuckers. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> That's all I would do. Hey, the Tom you? Brady hammer punch right from here. You want to take me down? Go ahead, I dare you. I dare you to go for my fucking thing. I will hit you with a hammer punch that will crush your fucking skull. Joe, they're putting their hands out. He's so tall. He stands in the pocket. He don't run. He don't move. And he just watches. And all of a sudden, when that dude's about, boom, that fucking thing comes out, man. And that motherfucker, I mean, he made me a believer a couple of years ago. But I was looking at this week. He's six foot five, bro. He ain't no fucking joke, that dude. When you see the guys around him, he's fucking tall. He's a big motherfucking strong. I was watching him. That's a. He's got some kind of blood. He's eating that Brazilian chick. That's got to give you something. Does that help? What's that?
0: Eating a Brazilian chick? That made
2: him a little crazy, because she's fucking got to be crazy. If I was Giselle Bumbeze, whatever her name is, I did that taxi movie with her. She was on the side. I looked at that bitch's ass. That bitch was a tan, dog. There was no cellulite in her future. <laughs> Do you understand me? Like, her thighs have no cellulite in her future. Cellulite. She's never going to have that big Brazil. Nothing. She is mint. Mint. Mint.
1: Mint. Her monkey taste like pina rubbed clotted. her When
2: she was in the pussy, they rubbed her with fucking cocoa butter or whatever the <laughs> fuck they do. That bitch is banging. I did taxi with that
0: bitch. She was in a plane with us, and when the plane landed, they they rushed her off oh, into a security you. cart and took her away. Fuck you! You gotta guard that pussy. Oh, was like-
2: <laughs> they put that pussy in a box year round. They gotta have a lock and a key and flashlights. Press it. I'll concur? You concur? Open it. You got to let the air out of the monkey, then take the cage out of <laughs> the frostbite. That pussy's the real deal, dog.
0: What's next for you, Joey? What's going on? What do you got going on you want to promote? <sighs> I'm with you the next Chicago? two weeks. I got the fucking yeah, surgery. Yeah, we're doing um, oh, Chicago, two, two gigs. Vegas. Well, yeah, of Vegas, movies. February 3rd, House of Blues. Half sold out already. Get in on it. hob.com. Yeah, you uh, you can find it. Just and Google, my CD Google it. And my CD's sounding like a motherfucker. Yeah, next what is the CD? What?
2: It's either you or the priest. $5 on payloads. Fucking killing them. How do thing. we find it?
0: How do people just find it? Just go to
2: payloads.com.
0: Payloads? Payloads pay with a Z. Dot com. L-O-A-D-Z. That's it. Yeah, payloads.com. You have pay with loads? Yeah. What are you going to do with all the Payloads. loads? Payloads.com.
2: And I'll tell you what, it was one of those, you know, when I've never fucking been good at taping anything. Right. And I've come to terms with that. So what I did was I just bought one of those things and took them with me to a month of gigs. Yeah? I didn't say nothing. Just plugged them into the boards. Really? And I got a set that was so fucking good. And I got and in the middle of one of my sets, because I was telling a true story, I go, to either you or the priest. And Felicia, I told Felicia, and we went to a church while they were doing the church service on Sunday on Lancashire. And we went up to the fucking priest thing. Look at the album cover. It says uh-huh. priest. I went to the confessional. And she took a picture while they were, you hear, ch- 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 and the priest is up there, you know, give everybody thanks and praise. It was a Catholic fucking priest. So I said, you know what, man, people always ask me for shit. I'll sell it for $5 downloads, you know, and that's it. I don't have to Can you get it, it on iTunes? I didn't put it on iTunes yet. I'm trying to get it on iTunes.
1: You got to get How do we get it on Duncan, iTunes? Duncan uh, can teach you that. He okay. does it. Uh, he can on, get it on uh, iTunes? Yeah, yeah we got to get that on iTunes. We got to make it easy. I have one on yet.
2: iTunes now, the one live from the three of clubs. that's a men's of men's. It's good. But this one's really fun. I, I mean, cool. listen, I don't like watching myself. The other day I watched myself in the beginning of General Hospital and they focused on my ball spot. I fucking turned it off. <laughs> I haven't
3: it.
1: That's all I seen. By the it's way, like, fuck it fuck is it. on Hulu.com. You What's can uh, watch the General the Hospital, hospital oh, right now. Oh, it's fucking... Now, so. When you
2: see me walk in... I can't wait. You're going to die. You're going to die. I even died. I was like... Uh, except for the ball spot. Joey D is a bad motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The ball spot was killing a brother.
0: Are you going to do more? How many are you going to wind up doing? I hope
2: that they write me back in once this guy Sonny leaves because I really had a good time. I got to tell you, I had a good really? time. Really? It's me. It's me. It's easy. There's no drama and you know where you stand. There's no like PAs telling you five minutes, come up. You can't. No, there's nothing.
0: I'm always amazed that someone who hasn't figured out to f- put you in a sitcom. I just don't. It know, soon, drives me soon,
1: crazy. Soon, soon, or a cartoon sense, even. Soon. You should be the voice soon, of a soon, cartoon. Adventure Time.
2: It's, of it's just a hard sell, but once they get it, the word's getting out. That We're doing great things, I'm going to do great things this year. You we're know, it's to have Mike Maxwell
1: that. Make us a cartoon.
0: We're going to go. Uh, we're going to do a Death Squad tour too. We're working on that right now for the spring. We're working on. It'll be. Everybody that's on the podcast, you know, one of those things. It'll be like, we're, we're trying to do one with Ari, Duncan, Joey, meet with a bunch of us, Kreischer, get as many of us together as we can and, and hit some theaters. it would be awesome. Yeah, and you know
2: what, man, we should I make I it th- one of those
1: long ones. I've been, been getting a lot of sales.
2: fucking emails this week, and I want you to use your head, people. Everybody keeps saying, that <laughs> you guys and Joe going to hang out after the show. Yeah, but there's only one problem. It's going to be four degrees. So, unless your joint is fucking made out of an igloo or something or fucking a non freeze papers, we'll meet you outside. It's going to be three degrees. We really yeah. have nowhere to go. So, I <laughs> hope that we do post an after party somewhere. somewhere. Yeah, yeah we're going to have an after because party. We're we going to see these people. That's I want to do that
0: thing with Pete the Cop. Pete the Cop uh, offered us some club, and I'll, I'll announce it at the uh, at the actual show. Beautiful. The that, it's going to be twenty is. degrees. We yeah, that's the the like best move. Milwaukee. Yeah, meet us we there. We can't do nothing. Yeah. That's part of the thing of seeing these. We'll people. meet a lot of people though inside when we sell the posters too. So okay, we'll, we'll yeah, find yeah, so It'll be cool, man. Hey, I'm befo- looking forward. Before you leave, them. did you see that fucking cruise ship? Do you see oh the Italian God. cruise ship that sunk? Mm-hmm. Do you know those people? A bunch of people are dead. At least twenty people are dead. A bunch of people are missing. Or twelve people are dead. 20 twelve people are dead. They just
1: found two or three more bodies last night. They're exploding holes in it just so that they can get to more places to find them. And I think there's fifteen more. Well, the places. cruise ship company started calling up the passengers,
0: saying that. <clears throat> they would offer them 30% off their next vacation with
1: them that's nice that's a great discount code that's a can you fucking $70? imagine
0: people had to jump into the ocean to save their lives with their children they should get free cruise for yeah, life I could would you imagine go on a
2: fucking cruise ship
0: Ever if you again? Fucking paid me. I went on
2: one time to the cruise to nowhere in New York, twenty four hours. <laughs> I knew that shit wasn't for fucking me. It's a trap. I don't like it at all. No, they got great food. They got nothing. They got fucking all you could eat, and you get in. You can't gotta go out to the out to the galley to smoke dope. No, 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 no. Just leave me on dry fucking land. I, I think Anthony Cumia
0: likes going on cruises, doesn't he? I don't know. I think he likes just going and getting hammered and going on cruises. I hate I it. I don't I can't get it. But the fucking captain, man. The captain is totally to blame. Apparently, he just drove it into the rocks. This crazy asshole, and he jumped off 4 mi- 4 hours before the last passenger got off. This asshole was off. Took he just took off. He he crashed the fucking boat. Could you imagine you 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 know you spend billions of dollars on your cruise line, keeping everything maintained perfect and some asshole
1: drives your big and supposedly bus into a rock and supposedly it was like something that uh, same path that he did every day for years But he got bored and said there was one part where you just wanted to do something different because you know what and so he went to a, a different way that you really say, yeah because you can track oh it. You can God. track the cruise on this website to see where boats go every single day. Can you imagine
0: so, the audacity of a company to call you just a few days after, you know, people lost loved ones, people there's people missing still. To, for a company to have the audacity to call you up and say, hey, we're going to offer you 30% off your next cruise. Just because we want you. And you know what? The price of that cruise that you just almost died in. We're gonna fucking throw that out the window. How about that? We're gonna erase that. We're gonna get, like they're so delusional. They think they're so detached. They think those people are ever gonna get on a fucking cruise again. <laughs> that fuck that man. That's you, you. You. got a little piece of metal that's floating over an alien world, and at any point in time, something can happen, and a hole could get punctured to that thing, and then it sinks to the bottom of that alien world where you can't live. And then what are you in? Then you're in a little floatable raft.
1: You know what? He, bobbing around in shark soup. And all this time, this has happened when Brennan Walsh and Doug Benson have been on this cruise ship with Ween and like all these bands and stuff. This happened at the same time while they're online. And you could know Doug's probably stoned as minute, hell. Wait a minute, wait a
0: minute, wait a minute. Doug Benson and Brennan Walsh are on a cruise ship?
1: Yeah, with Weezer like uh, and Ween and a bunch of people. It's like a it's a Weezer cruise. That, really? Yeah, where, where they're just all on this huge boat together. That actually sounds kind of badass. Yeah.
0: See that 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 made a cruise sound all right. If you can get a bunch of cool bands,
1: but you know, imagine Doug just being on that boat with Doug because you know you're probably smoking shit loads of weed and you're, you hear about that <laughs> happening. You're probably like, oh my god, we're on a boat oh in the middle god. of the fucking ocean. Where, <laughs> are, they, where oh, are, are they traveling? I don't, know. I don't know. if you Google Weezer cruise, are, uh, they, are they back um, yet? Uh, I think they came back yesterday.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right, let's bring this ship back around to harbor, so to speak. Woo. Poor choice of words. No pun intended, quite honestly. Wonka wonka. Just slipped up. Powerful Joe Diaz, Love you, as always. I love always. you, man. See you
2: in Chicago. It's going to be fucking off the chain. I'm training
0: all week. I'm ready. A pleasure hanging with you, my brother, oh, as it's always. Going
2: to be fucking great. We're going to eat some Italian sauce sandwiches. You bro. want to go
0: to dinner with us tonight? Come to no, dinner with no, no. us. No,
2: I got to go down to Hollywood tonight.
0: You got sets tonight? Yeah. You're a fucking Hollywood. savage. All right, you dirty freaks. Like I said, Chicago almost sold out. Uh, there's a link on my Twitter page. You can find it somewhere on joerogan.net as well. Um, Ticketmaster site. It's almost done. There's just the, the, the nosebleeds left. We're going to have a good fucking time, though. Good show. Duncan Trussell, Joe Diaz, and me, we're so excited to be there. I can't fucking wait. And then the next night is the UFC on Fox. I'm fucking fired up for this. And we'll be ah, there waving ah, at you motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Thank you to The Fleshlight for sponsoring our podcast. If you go to JoeRogan.net, click on the link for The Fleshlight, enter in the code name ROGAN, you will get 15% off. Number one sex toy for me. <sighs> uh, pfft. And thank you also to Onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com, the makers of Alpha Brain, Shroom Tech Sport, Shroom Tech Immune, and New Mood. All of them are nootropics. All of them are essentially vitamins for your mind. Please Google nootropics. Please, please, please educate yourself on the subject before you go and buy anything. If you think about buying it but it's too expensive, I urge you to go buy the recipe in bulk. And put it together yourself. And make and it steal, yourself. Steal our own ingredients. I welcome it. I want you people to feel happy much more than I want to make money. So if you buy any of this stuff and you don't like it, you get one hundred percent of your money back. It's as clean as I can make it. There's no other way to be more honest about it. That's all we have for you folks. So go to onnit.com. Enter in the code name Rogan. Get yourself ten percent off, bitches. This Wednesday. We'll be joined by the one and only the lovely mister Duncan Trussell. Are and you serious? That will, will kick off the, the desk. Chicago squad weekend bitches. Chicago. No. Hey, can I give a shout We're out to my coming. sponsors real quick? Fuck yeah. whole
2: CC for all your weed choices. Divine Wellness for the best edibles in fucking North
0: Hollywood. And uh, TaintedVisionArt.com. I love you, motherfucker. Next week after after Chicago, what do you say about you and um uh, okay. and Felicia? No, you and Felicia come into the podcast Let's together and to pump Next up your week. podcast. Let's do it. Come Next into week. Pasadena. We'll do it in Pasadena. Let's do it in Pasadena. Ow. Before Vegas. Yes, before Before Vegas. Vegas, Before Vegas, which will be February 3rd. Tickets are on sale now at the House of Blues in Vegas. Unfortunately, there's going to be standing room. uh, There's going to be people that have to stand in the back of it. That's all we could get. I, I hate standing shows. I avoid them like the plague, but it was standing show or no show. We, we had to go with the standing Man, show. Go with the, stand. the other place, the Mandalay Bay Theater that we always perform at is being renovated. Uh, they're doing some crazy Michael Jackson show there. So We, and we don't even want to <laughs> talk about Carlos Conduit yet. And oh, fucking Nick Diaz. We'll do that oh, next week. We're going to that That's next week. That's going to fucking blow up. Oh, That's going to be spectacular. We Red might, band, I love you. We might have to do one with you and Joey for that one. Or you and Eddie, rather. You and Eddie. All right, that's what week. we'll do next week. Next week. All right. You dirty freaks, subscribe to The Death Squad on iTunes. It's number six right now. Yeah. And uh, that is on The the Power of the Brian Callen Show, which is the most recent podcast added to The Death Squad label. And, of course, Ice House Chronicles, which is the second most recent and my favorite podcast of the week. We do that one um, at The Ice House. We have all the comics come in and sit down. This past week we had uh, Burt Kreischer, Dane Cook, uh, uh, Ari Shafir was on. It's a fucking – it's a hang. It's a real – Look into the green room completely uncensored. It's the real deal. It's really comics hanging out before the show, and then we jump up at the Ice House, which is one of the oldest and most respected clubs in the country. Happens to be in Pasadena, California. That's where we do our thing. Okay. DeathSquad.tv. DeathSquad.tv. We'll see you guys on Wednesday. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for everything. Thanks for all the positive tweets and all the love and all the energy. We love you from the bottom of my heart. This is a movement. We're all a part of this shit together. This is uh, the reason why this works is because of you guys. It's all together. For we you respect you. We appreciate money. it. I love yeah. it. We tweet uh, everything that we find that's cool. We're all connected together in this motherfucker. Let's keep it together, bitches. Stay black.